Nilo-Saharian or, or Nilo-Saharian. That's another uh, a language group. Okay, so you're saying Sub-Saharian African is classified as Afro-Asiatic, is what you're saying? No, well, that's how they did it. They classified, yeah. They no. Did. They did. No, you mean Nilo-Saharian? You said Nilo-Saharian. I said Afro-Asiatic. But Afro-Asiatic means it started in Africa first, though. And gosh, well, I'm, I'm cool with that. Yeah, that's well, exactly. So, so you lose on that point. So you argue at your own. Because it say the majority Sean said that the Egyptian dynasties from one to fourteen was sub-Saharan African. And that's I'm what he saying, said. I'm saying that <laughs> dynasty one, and, and I'm saying that 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 Neolithic. Ne I just showed you Neolithic Negroes didn't just disappear. But Neolithic is like 10,000, 10 to 12,000 years. How about 5,000? My source said 5,000. How about that? Is that good? Yeah. I'm I'm saying that the DNA test is the problem. Y'all like using a language phylum to classify people. No. No, y'all using a language phylum to classify people. No, listen, I'm saying that they would, I'm, I'm, I'm saying they would be more like African American. They'll be mixed. So you can't really call them, it wouldn't be. Like just sub-Saharan well, African. We mixed though. Hold on, we mixed. But we okay, mix. okay, okay. I can yeah, rock with you. So I see what you're trying to do. I see what you're trying to do. Yeah, and we consider ourselves, you know, Black. still African, but we know that we're different than the, the continental African. But that's gonna be the new. Component. That's gonna be the new Egyptian though, Sosa. That's gonna be the new Egypt. That's that's the one that's lightened up though. That that new Egyptian. That 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 ad mixture. Well, well, but at that time, I'm, period, rocking I'm rocking with you. I'm just saying it's going to be that ad mixture, though. You know what I'm saying? But, because they started yeah, lighting up in that area. But even back then, though, at that at that point, the ad mixture would still be a black component because you're not going to have that tone running in it like that at that time period, like 5000 BC. You're not going to have that pale, that pale gene flow coming into it. You know what I mean? You ain't had no pale gene running through there at, at five thousand and four thousand with no pale skin people. In the that's that's yeah. my point. So even if, so, even if they look like the Avon Islanders, they would still have. You know what I'm saying? They would still be have a different component. They would look the same, but they would still have a different component. See what I'm saying? I hear you. Cranial and stuff would be the same, but the genetic component would still be different. Right. And Even I need with them to the, the the sub-Saharan African part. Nah, we ain't rocking with that because you know you want to well, get the Asiatic the in there because you got to substitute that L in your name, yo. We know what this about. We know what it is with you, Chef. We know you're trying to cook up. You're trying to cook up that Asiatic preference so you can keep that L on your last name. Look, I I can care less about Egypt, I, but what you said. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, you know, I, I had that same feeling too because the way they didn't did it. You know, what I'm saying the way these people run around make it crazy and all that. I'm with you too. I be been feeling like that for the last two years. Yeah, but from the first to the fourteenth dynasty, you saying I'm rock, that they were sub-Saharan? Yo, I'm, ro I'm rocking. To, I'm rocking with the. I'm rocking with the Tanahisi. You, I'm, I'm rolling with the new Saharan African, right? It, it, it's talking and about the the people. It's talking about the people who never left Africa, right? When when you talk about people, everybody who is not sub-Saharan African left Africa. You know what I mean? In those groups. That's in North Africa, they African, but they left Africa and then came back into Africa. So it was a different people. I'm saying that the North Africans and the Egyptians were a different 
people than the sub-Saharan African. You, you got to show proof. You got to show proof, bro. Huh? You got to show proof. Why we got to go over that? No, 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 no. You have to show your proof because we've been sitting here sourcing you know up. That. Sean, I know you read that, yo. Come on, yo. We ain't got... Look, yo, was all Red what? Understood. Red what? No, I don't know nothing about no Asiatics, yo. I'm telling you that. I don't... They foreign. Yo. Culture. So you're saying... So what the Sub-Saharan Africa Yeah, yeah, mean? yeah. So you right. Culturally, they foreign. No, no that's no, not no, a culture. We ain't rocking with them like that. African is not a cultural thing. No, what? It's okay. a genetic thing. I was responding to what somebody else said. Oh, okay. That's yeah, a genetic yeah. thing. So what you're I'm not, with, dealing, with I'm, the not claim I'm not rocking with made, the Asiatic present. What's the what's the what's the genetic marker for uh for Afro-Asiatic? That that's a cultural linguistic uh so if those so we can't you what I'm trying to say, Chef. What I'm trying to say is I'm trying to give it to you a different way. I'm saying when you say the when you say Afro-Asiatic, you're talking about a language phylum. A pseudo linguistic language phylum at that. It's not. So we pseudo. can't use a That's we can't pseudo. use a language phylum to identify yeah. people. We just no, call them. We can't call them Afro Asians though. When you say a person is English, you're saying what? That they I, ain't say, I don't the call English people language. English. Where did that? English? I don't. I don't, oh, I don't so call people can't. English. Mm-hmm. I call them mm-hmm. European. You can call them Afro Asian if they are mixed though. No, that ain't why they say Afro-Asiatic make you make it. De- it's dealing with linguistics, yeah, uh, just, CK. Yeah. yeah, come on. Okay, yeah. let me let me repeat myself. If they are mixed, y'all can call them Afro-Asians. If they're African the screen, and Asian mixed. When they mixed say Afro-Asiatic, they talking about a language phylum. I just had it on the screen. What did I just say? We're not, yeah, we're not talking about the language again. We're saying if... We're talking about the mixture. Mixed. We're talking about genetics. Well, you got well, to say that people in Cameroon that speak a camp that speak a Afro Asiatic language, but they are sub Saharan African, so that, that's why it's kind of a problem. All right, yeah. but what does sub Saharan African mean? Uh, you come from subs, the, I guess the sub area of the Sahara below the Sahara, right? Like below the, below the Sahara, yeah. yeah. Now those people, those people who are classified as Sub-Saharan Africa, African, never left Africa. The all the people of North Africa, right? They left Africa and came to Africa. Chef, say that. Say that again. You said the people below the Sahara never left Africa. When you say Sub-Saharan, when you classify a people oh, as oh. Sub-Saharan African, that's what you're saying. That would be You're talking uh, about a group of that would be very inaccurate though. That would be inaccurate. That's that's how I right, explain that. Yeah, okay. I'm confused because don't y'all make the argument that aren't West African sub-Saharan African? Yes. So then I'm confused as to why y'all would be upset that they're saying the Egyptians are West African. Who? What? Nah. I'm asking, like, why would they finish? argue? Can you can you, can you let me hold on? Let's just cause we go that's taking us somewhere else, yo. What, what this I'm whole conversation say, has been that? <laughs> what, I, what, I, what I'm trying to say, Chef, is when you say Sub-Saharan Africans never left Africa, right? When you when yeah. you start saying that, right? So when when people began to migrate out of Africa, which direction did they come from? I guess it was East Africans. 
Yeah, they come from. Okay, so the migrational they... pattern is coming from the south and going up north and leaving out that way. Yeah, so yeah. That, that's what I, that's why I'm saying what I'm yeah. saying. Like you can't yeah. say, the you know what I'm saying because we got to come back to that point. I understand yeah, where you're trying to go, yeah. uh, you know, philosophically in your argument, but I wouldn't just that's necessarily. Not, that's not philosophy. I mean, I'm just saying, just big word. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> I'm just trying to I'm trying to get we're trying to get a clear understanding of what it means hey, to be hey, 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 that was a call that was a call from Devil X. You oh know Lord. you know wish for common sense in the thing. Y'all already know uh wish <laughs> <laughs> but turn up there. <laughs> no extent in the link is you know to listen in and shit. It's all good. Keep going. I'm a um uh, let me see. Y'all tripping though, man. I'm sitting here with the work for real. Y'all ain't got y'all tripping, man. I'm just saying, so, like, it's crazy, yo. At that point, based on that back migration that happened, um, you know that that population base has to be a little different than a typical sub Saharan African at that I know, point. But we mixed, right. but ain't we black, though, yo? Just because a nigga got. I, I, I know, I know they're black. black. We, the 30%, y'all, y'all, y'all. So we know they was they was mixed like what everybody on in Africa is mixed. How about that part? That, that's the nah, only, that's not something in Africa. No, everybody is a mutation. Yo, where, where did, come on, yo. No, we're not talking about basic mutations. See, y'all, y'all, look, we we got to deal with this Egyptian shit. If we're gonna deal with the Moor shit, if we're gonna deal with the Hebrew shit, you feel me? Why are we tiptoeing around this one? We ain't I can't believe you sitting there in the we middle of Africa talking them. about dang black people in the middle of Africa. I ain't said they wasn't black. Me and you, we didn't have many a conversation. He gotta, he gotta protect the L. He gotta protect oh, no, the no. L, yo. Um told me, you can't prove um that me. though, Sheffrin. Everything that you saying that you so passionate about, you can't, no. you can't, you can't put together an argument for that. You no, can I ask questions. You. you can ask questions. You. you didn't how with no source. How you gonna kill somebody? <laughs> we didn't no need source. a source because this stuff you already know, Sean. You already Chef provided friend, the no source. source. No source, but you, you killing. You provided me. the source. This shit we already know, my dude. Sheffrin, where is the okay? Well, if it's something you already know, show it and prove it. That is Let's end you it. Let's know. end it. Show me Afro Asiat, show me Afro Asiatics building shit in Africa. And no. claiming to be Asiatics. Let's go. Right. Why they, why they got to build shit? We talking about a language. Because the, the so people that's on the me. continent of Africa build shit for themselves. They were hold Africans so building African shit. So they, they weren't there because they didn't build stuff, Sean? No, oh, that is on, not what I said. I don't have evidence said. for his Asiatic claim. Yeah. If they were already did. I just I just ran down four sources. The you people count, who build the original claim that he asked for source right. Get rid of my, get rid of my because okay. I think everybody whoa, forgot. UNESCO Volume Two. Nobody can hear what y'all saying. Listen, nobody. All the Diops works. Nobody can hear what y'all saying. They discount that. They saying that's old. So what we gonna All do? Right. Yeah, I don't think nobody you, said it was old. The problem yeah, was that Sean made a claim. And Chef no, asked for the Chef made a claim. I re, I re, I rebutted his claim. And you I said tried. what I said. I want to repeat you the claim tried. that was made just to make sure that everybody remembers. Sean said that there was no Asians anywhere in Egypt between the first and 13th dynasty. They didn't, didn't pop that. up until the 14th. Actually, that's why I'm trying to... 
Come on, y'all can't do that now, yo. Y'all fucked, man. So now we we changing it up now? Man, no, this is changing it up. I let it go. What did I, I want to I want to change the claim. What did I and say? Shepherd asked for some some. I said from the, I evidence. said I said Africans. I said Africans ruled from the first through the thirteenth dynasty. Now after the after the thirteenth after the after the thirteenth after the thirteenth you start getting foreigners. You, you start getting foreign rule. We know that based on the records. We know that based on the writing that they had. But Shefran was saying that there was Asians in Egypt during those dynasties, and you how said many, they how weren't many there. Asians was in, how many Asians was in Egypt? You, you and said I that they made a weren't distinction. there. I said Africans was ruling during the rule. I said, I said the Afri- I said, I I said Sub-Saharan. No, I'm going to repeat it because Chef asked you again. He said, you saying there were no Asians there? You said, no. I said they were said, not prove ruling. It, prove it. And then you got to talking no. about Diaz and talking ruling. about Chancellor Williams. I said they were not ruling. I said they were not ruling. Sheffron was very specific with his claim. Of the, of the evolution and of then the Egyptian. I noticed the pattern. I noticed the pattern that y'all were talking about everything but DNA. So that's why I brought it up. I said, yo, like, why are we having this long ass 45 an hour going on three flipping hour conversation with nobody's bringing up any DNA? Like, is there some kind of DNA evidence to just kill this so we can all learn something and be done with it? And then that's what Unc said, yo, we ain't got that yet. Okay, shit, this is the conversation. Y'all making claims. And you don't really even have all the evidence to really 100% even say that. We're not saying they want no black people in Egypt. So, D- so that, DNA, hey, we're unsure D- about the Asian element. So DNA ends the conversation? Yes or no? Hey, Sean. Hold on, I want to make sure that I'm clear. Yeah, so on. you're saying that DNA ends the conversation. But you know how to for me. For, no, but your argument yep. with me. I'm not even. Finna, I'm not gonna butt dance around for a fucking hour like like some of y'all like to do. Yes. Okay. Well, I need the DNA incorrect. evidence. Did they you're, pull out any skeletons in, out the ground DNA, in that time period? You need some more testing than DNA. Show. Okay, hey, these if people we're having here. a scientific discussion. You need more than DNA. You got to bring out every level. You got to bring yeah, out yeah, linguistics. Yeah. You got to bring out archaeology. Okay, good, good you for you. Bring out paleontology. Good for you. That's how we beat the evidence. We don't end with DNA. Hold on, CK. But the, you don't the, even the, got that. So guess what? what You're missing information. What we don't man. got. What we don't got, CK. If we got language, if, if we got the language, even admit it if to we it. got the language, if we got the archaeology, we got every other field of science over there. Yo, I already I already do. cleared it up. What do, what do we like, not have? This is a waste of time. DNA and language proves what I'm saying. DNA, you can't okay, so language. Ah oh, man, chef. So again, yeah, yeah, DNA and language proves what I'm saying. Prove it, prove it, show me. You already did. No, you I ain't showed you nothing. Showed you, prove you prove it. You prove it. Oh prove, my god! No, so you no, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't show no DNA. Nothing. You prove it. Show you me did. where. Yo, show me where this go on. Sixteen percent. Come and, on, and you no, yo, you can't. You can't. You can't use any of that. You can't use any of that, yo. Hey, hold on one sec, one sec. Hey, hey, chef. I mean, he's agreeing with your source, so yes, he can. You hear, me? you hear me, chef? I gotta get on my computer for you to give it to me. Give it to Sean. You don't gotta get on your computer. You can be on your phone and get. Oh, that. all right, all right, cool, cool. Go ahead. And I saw the link. I need to be clear. 
You say what? Send who? I'm sending it to Send a saw the link. We need some clarity or something. Man. We, I try to figure it. Yo, I can't deal clarity. with a saw and Sean at the same time. That's crazy, y'all. <laughs> no, we ain't trying to gang up. Niggas I ain't ganging up. I'm out of it. Like I'm out of the country. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna be like that, chef. No, but it's all fun and games, bro. I love it. Hey, but uh, I've heard you say that, you know, the just like, yo, they kind of like us. They'll be like African American. Like, I've heard you say that. Like, yeah, that was after they got, yeah, once they start really mixing, they be African Americans. But but the base what, what, population what is, is that, Danny. What time, what time Wait, so we, hold, let me read this real quick for y'all. Let's, let's go to page uh, 67. And you're talking about Shepherd. I ain't gonna lie, I love Shepherd. Hold on, hold on. Language, the languages of the Saharian Sahara during the Holocene. What language or languages were spoken by the people of the Saharian civilizations? So now you know if I get y'all on the Sahara, y'all know I got I got that work from the nature that shows motherfuckers migrating from the Sahara heavy to the now. Y'all do you get that, right? But, Evan Flow. I know, but okay. matriculate, matriculate with them dots. Yeah. <laughs> Use that. So watch this. What language or languages was spoken to the people in the Sahara? Civilization. A quarter of a century ago, archaeologist John Sutton proposed that the language was Nilo-Saharan. Okay. He used the arguments to, he, he used four arguments to justify his claim. First, uh, geological correspondence of the material remains of the aquatic civilizations to the present distribution of Nilo-Saharan. Second, the identification of both aquatic civilizations and Nilo-Saharan with Negroid peoples. Third, the fact that many Nilo-Saharan speakers are known fishermen. And fourth, a Kushite taboo against fish shows a distribution between Kushite-speaking cattle herders and Negroid fishermen, all right? So we had 10,000, we in the Sahara, all right? We got Negroids in the Sahara. I don't know how y'all wanna make it, we make them not this, make them like that, right? This shit is a real complex issue here. All right, what I want everybody to focus on, you can't run in Africa and throw all the niggas out. You can't even throw niggas out of America. You, you can't take away the Negro element that helped build America, let alone being on the actual continent of Africa trying to make it some Asiatic experience. As a matter of fact, before I go, I want to go to the invading, let, let's go to the invading uh, uh, hypothesis. Well, we wasn't saying that though, Unc. But this is a good point that you're making. Yeah, but man. We well, wasn't I'm, saying I'm just trying to populate. I'm trying we to appreciate show you, your strong you man tonight, around sir. niggas. We appreciate it. Huh? I am. Hold yeah, on. We appreciate your strong man behavior tonight. We appreciate it. That's a strong man? So you don't know that the Egypt was populated by people from Sahara? That's strong man? Oh, I, oh, now I get it. I see why you're bringing that up now. We're talking about the, the whole Europe portion. I don't know why Chef Friend saying it all. There wasn't no sub-Saharan Africans in Egypt. I don't know why he's saying all That's that. That's crazy. Like they, Remember, we're all saying different things here. All of us nah, are agreeing on the same mixed. thing that we're disagreeing with y'all on. Nah, he's saying it's mixed because the, the Sub-Saharan African component gonna be there because they're yeah, there. Yeah, I'm saying that it was mixed. Yeah, but those Asians are coming and mixing with that Sub-Saharan component, so you can't just simply throw them and just throw out the Asians, and make them only Sub-Saharan. They, they're their own. They're their own people. 
Nah, they ain't their own people. They don't even know they fucking Asiatics. How about that, yo? For a long time. And then they, and then you see coaches, and then when they start migrating, you got people that's there for 20,000, and they mix it in. But that's not, they not, you know what I'm saying? They get amalgamated in. They not overtaking the population what they want to lead you to believe. They not. It's just not enough of them to do that. Now, on that, on that now, if we go back, right, if we go to Egypt right now, yo, okay, you, you can look at DNA markers, gonna say them people was dead, yada, 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 yada. But the, the far you go down to now, you get you get the cartoon and all that, man, you start finding niggas looking like you. Nubia, you can't discount Nubia. Remember, Egyptian culture is, is coming out of Nubia. I just read it the other day that the, they bought a lot of that shit from them. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, and, and the, these cultures was mummification coming from the Sahara. You feel me? So by the time you start talking about Egypt, which everybody loves to talk about, you know what I'm saying? The building state, everything is already thoroughly entrenched in culture. So whether you're Asiatic, you're practicing African culture. That's the reality of it. Whether you're Black, Mexican, you're practicing uh, African-American, European culture, because that's what African-American is. We have been amalgamated into European culture, and we made our way on that. It is what it is. You feel me? But you can't take the white boys out of the European culture just because it's in America. Just like you can't take the niggas out of the Nile Valley just because they're in the Nile Valley. I mean, you, the, the continent of Africa is populated for the first 300,000 years by nothing but black people. Where did they go? Where did, why did they just disappear off the Nile? When the good, when, when, when African culture started to flourish, now all of a sudden them people ain't black, they just mixed. That shit is crazy to me, yo. How, what the fuck? Like, really? The burial customs is African black people shit. Like, that's that's what black people do. We bury out there. The Vikings burn a motherfucker up. The Romans burnt the motherfuckers up. Them Indo-Europeans, they, they was fire worshipers. Remember that? Fire. Why? Because it's cold. They worship fire. That's why we say the, the daggone Hebrews, you know what I'm saying? They worship fire in their temples. They got the sacred fire burning their damn temples. Why? Because, because they was the Indo-European culture that migrated in and they brought fire. The Olympics is based off of fire. Look at the Olympics. What do they do? You keep the fucking torch lit. You run over here and you run over there and you like the motherfucking torch. Why not let this shit blow out? Why not just walk up to the big torch in the ceremony and light that motherfucker? No, they carry the torch. Why? It's showing you that fire is essential. They ain't running around in Africa worried about no damn fire. They ain't worried about because fire is there. We was using fire not to keep us warm. We was using fire to eat and to build tools. Blow that shit out over there. So if you if if if, you, if your dad say keep the fire going and you let the shit blow out, you good. Oh man, light it up again, boy. Go get some more wood. If you're in Europe in those areas and the fire go out, they might got to kill you because now you done killed the whole fucking family. Because the fire go out, we die. <laughs> This is important. Where I learned it from. Look at Diop's work. Fire is essential in this. Yeah, but that's in Europe. What about, we're talking about like the Middle East, Israel. Mediterranean ain't no damn Europe. And fire was sacred in the Mediterranean. Why is it sacred in the Mediterranean, dog? It's sacred because- You in do the have European countries in, in the Mediterranean. Yeah, they did. The Greeks in the Mediterranean culture. Why yeah, is but it's still, still European. Thank you. So where's the fuck? Watch this. Where the fuck is the fire on the now? No, it ain't the fire on the now. Guess what? It is? It's the sun on the now. And it's not only the sun, it's the water. It's the libation. 
right? Libation, God. Look, look, look at where the word, the root word of where God really come from. It come from pouring libation. Where's the oldest form of pouring libation? On the fucking now. So I'm telling you that sun, libation, uh, a burn they did, and mounds and all that shit is some black people shit. Borrowing by other people that migrate in there. So, so anybody that come into the Nile, right, are practicing an African culture. I don't give a fuck what you look like. They want to play the look like game. Okay, nigga, but they still practicing African culture. The same way we practice trappings of European culture. Okay, that's my point. Read the yeah, article uh, invading race theory. But, but, but uh, fire, look, fire was important also in Africa, right? We know that because of when humans uh, lost fur and they got skin. The only reason we they know that uh, Arthur Lepidicus has fur is because based on the uh, time period, like, they couldn't survive without fire, right? So Not, so, not only the equator, yo. They got to eat, they need fire to cook food. Yeah, but you can turn it off and, and, and light it back up, yo. You ain't going to die if you ain't got the fire, yo. You can go eat some vegetables for a minute. In those colder areas, your fire was essential. That's why I always understood the Hebrews to have an Indo-European element simply because in their temples, yo, they got the accent in Hebrew, yo. Type it in the Bible. It's going to say, they're silent in the temples, yo. Don't let the fucking fire go out. Well, why not, nigga? We can light another one, right? They worship fire. We worship the sun because the sun was more essential. Think about it. The sun is the key element in survival for African people. Okay? It makes the, the, the shit grow. It's essential. All right? A little cool at night. We're going to make it to the to the daytime. We good. If, you fuck, if you're in the desert, you're going to freeze. You're going to need some fire in the fucking cold desert. It's going to be cold as hell, man. It's cold as hell. Desert. Don't be in the cold desert tonight. <laughs> you yeah, might need some fire, hell. nigga. Yeah, but but if you in Indo-European areas, in those particular cave systems, right, you, 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 the fire. I forget the name for what is it called, man? The, the, the heaths. Yes, the heaths. The earliest heaths, right? This is where you cook. And you know what I mean? The evidence of heath is where the charcoal and all that shit is left. They call them heaths, right? That shit is in Africa, yo. I always knew I was going to get this argument. Yeah, but that's all. Yeah, but that's the whole point of the fire being essential there, right? Because they're working with that fire heavily in Africa. Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah, that, yeah. I'm not saying it wasn't important, but it wasn't essential. You're asking just eat some fucking vegetables and shut the hell up tonight, nigga. Matter of yeah. fact, you ain't yeah. hunting that much because hunting, you can get killed hunting. So they was, so, so. that diet was basically heavily laden in grains and millets and vegetables. And then every now and then when you get lucky, you eat something and cook it. But that's so you, so you get something. Get some bone marrow, eat some soft tissue. Yeah, facts, facts. So, so y'all saying that the, the fire had had a different cultural component and the different yeah. people. All right, cool, fine. Um, that was excellent point, but the point still remains that the Egyptians was a North African group of people. Here we go. Nah, man, you got a river. Yo, what do you do in ancient times? You ain't going, you, you ain't, you don't got no boats and you ain't, you ain't, the current is too hard. Niggas is traveling downstream. The culture comes downstream, yo. It comes from the blue now. Blue now and the white now. And I forget the others, like three different tributaries that actually feed into the now. This is where the culture come from, Uganda. What time period? Man, just, per, no, period. Lake Victoria. 
Katana. How do I know? Because I'm following tool images. And as you go down there, you bring your tools with you. That's why I always start people out with like 90,000, a harpoon coach and all that shit, Katana and all that, because I'm showing you how these same tools, these same potteries is found in the fucking Nile. Who brought them there? It wasn't the Asiatics. They got different types of pottery. Why the fuck do they got their pottery there if they the base culture? No, you get black Negro culture and you got other people using their shit. Using a coach. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I, I set the stage so I would never lose this motherfucking argument. I don't give a fuck if you got DNA evidence. It don't matter. How did you eat out of African bowls? Because you eat out of African bowls. Okay, yo, we, I'm, with watching African a, hooks. I'm watching a Chinese TV right now. What does that mean? It, it, does it mean I'm? Does it mean I'm motherfucking um? I'm no, Asian. No, it mean they shipped it. They mean they mean you had exactly. trade with China. Okay, but if you in Africa, if you in Africa, you're gonna have African whales. You're gonna have African craftsmen. I look. I'm not saying that the Africans went away. What I'm saying is that the North that. African was African go. too. Y'all saying who read that? that tired huh? to read. Who I'm tired of reading? Who gonna read that? Read what? Right here, it's on the screen. The dynastic race. That's where the hell y'all at. I'm letting y'all know where y'all at. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, let's go. Somebody read that. Who gonna read it? You were talking about the earliest roots. Nah, come on, man. The dynastic race theory was the earliest thesis to attempt to explain how pre-dynastic Egypt developed into a sophisticated monarchy of dynastic Egypt. The theory holds uh, that the earliest roots of the ancient Egyptian dynastic civilization were imported by invaders from the Mesopotamia who then founded the first di uh, dynasty and brought culture to the indigenous population. This theory has- But y'all know we not saying that. Y'all is saying that. But y'all know yeah. we you, not saying, saying that. that. You're saying it right there, Chef yo. L. Chef, you That's wild right there, yo, because y'all making a Chef, point wait. that Chef, we're not on. even making. Chef, hold on. You're not saying, listen, let me tell you the You're part. You're talking to Chef, not, not nobody on. else. Hold on, y'all. Look, he's doing this. He's taking out Mesopotamia, y'all. Erase that. Let's take it out. Okay, let's let let's read it the way y'all saying it. The dynastic race theory was the earliest thesis attempt to explain how pre-dynastic Egypt developed into a sophisticated monarchy uh, of dynastic Egypt. The theory holds that the earliest root of Egyptian dynastic civilization were imported by invading Asiatics. Who no, and that's not what I'm saying. Okay, so what you saying? I thought you were saying yeah. that. Oh my God. Yo, that's Didn't crazy. I just say this that y'all argument all the way over to that, like where y'all knew y'all was gonna try to beat us up on. You feel me? Like it, it. The whole thing was angled to get us on some old whacked out ass. <laughs> <mess of potato>. <laughs> no, <laughs> like yo, exactly. that's crazy, yo. That's crazy. Wait, and, hold and on, wait, wait, wait. Hold like on, that. all right. Hold on, chef, chef. Hold on. So, who is the indigenous people in Africa, yo? Look, listen, listen, listen. We're going to say the Asiatics, they've been there. No, no, what I'm saying is- Even if it's five of them. I'm saying that those people <laughs> in North Africa are African. They ain't North African though, yo. They are North African. No, they, they ain't, they, man. They, they are different from- Can you just say Northeast? Can you just say Northeast? Can you say Northeast? It's a different component. Can you say Northeast? 
Just say Northeast. Because when you say North Africa, you're talking about the Mediterranean area. So Egypt is not a part of the Mediterranean area? What are we saying? No, what I'm saying is just say Northeast Africa, yo. Because when you say North Africa, usually the basis for North Africa is those closer to the Mediterranean. They go up there and they dealing with them dang on white people across the water. Kim, it is in Northeast Africa. Ain't that where it's centered? All right, so they're dealing mainly with Asiatics. You gonna, right? you gonna love you some Asiatic. Yeah. No, it, yo, it's look where yo, yo, oh, is it a bad thing if they were there? Can't be honest and look I at a map. And is that a problem? I'm just kidding. Is that a problem? It's the people Egypt. from the Levant area yes. happen to be right. entering into Egypt problem. during it's those times. Is that a problem? Yes, Hold on. okay. It's a problem. It's, it's, it's That's bad. Yeah, to very bad. Asia. So it's, it's okay that they were trading and yes dealing no. with other trading people in fine. Africa, but not the people from that area that's no. right next to them? CK, here's the issue. This whole argument begins and ends with one person. The dude, it, it, it begins for, for African-Americans, especially Sheffron L, it begins mm -hmm. with Greenberg. It ends with Greenberg. This is a linguistic argument that has ran over into other areas of things because they're trying to make an African people Asiatic and they're trying yeah. to justify it through a linguistic phylum. This is why you hear the term Afro-Asiatic. This is why it keeps coming because they're trying to take reverence from the Africans along the Nile that generated its own way of life and culture that's the pushback from me because it goes deeper than that. So when you hear somebody talking about they were Afro-Asiatic, like Sheffron is saying, I know what he's saying. He's, you know, even though he's trying, I ain't trying to take the African out. Listen, the people that are making that argument have been trying to take that, take that away from Africans for so long. That's why I said through those dynastic periods, them people was not no damn Asiatics running them dynastic periods. And not they wasn't the sub-Saharan African either. That is so crazy, yo. I just showed you they was on the river. Why they leave? Why they leave, yo? Why they leave after being at ninety thousand years? Why did they want to leave? If they wasn't, if they wasn't sub, if they wasn't sub-Saharan African, that was my point. They weren't Asiatic. They were Africans. So okay, if your point I, look, is, I have no problem. Hold on, I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to give you some leeway here. So you give yourself leeway. You you need a way out. <laughs> I don't need no. I don't need no way out. I'm not looking give for no way out. Way. I'm, I'm, I'm not looking. I'm not looking for no lead. I'm not looking for no way out. I'm standing strong. I'm kicking the Asiatic premise out of here. What I'm trying to tell you is that this goes back. I'm answering CK. CK. This goes back to a mess being made by a, a, an American uh, uh, linguist, supposedly a linguist who used, who created a methodology and a model to fit these people in this particular region for other purposes. All the while, he never used his own methodology to prove that. And this is this is the truth about that. And nobody wants to talk about the man not using his own method. They just dance around and continue to throw his name out there or his argument out there and then try to use genetics to polarize the argument and right. infuse linguistics into this. So but that's what science that's my pushback. It was, it was, it was I, other disciplines besides that backed up what Darwin was saying. You right, feel me? Darwin put forth uh, uh, um, uh, uh, a theory and other, other disciplines of science 
backed up what he was saying. If other right. disciplines are uh, uh, science that's been backed up, no, what right. Greenberg, what, what other, what other right, right. No, look, let's just been waiting on that. Hold on, let's get to it. Let's get you the black Egyptian hypothesis, right? Let's just go straight to the position of modern scholarship. Who gonna read, yo? Let's just get it out of the way. It's been fun. I'll read, I'll read, but can I please say this? Yeah, when then read that. Go ahead. The position of modern African. I'm, huh? I'm, well, I, I don't know what other point y'all gonna make, yo. How did that gonna be sub-Saharan African? I just told you niggas came out of the Sahara. That's sub-Saharan African. Sean said, Sean said. <laughs> that they were sub-Saharan African. Now, let me make my I'm point again. And let me make my point. If they're not sub-Saharan African, what does that mean? Don't mean nothing. Let's read it. Let's see what, let's see what my No, because no, you taught me this, Unc. You taught me this. What? So if sub-Saharan Africans are people who never left Africa, right? Okay. All yeah. of the people, uh, other Africans, who are not sub-Saharan African, they left Africa. And no, I'm came just saying back in. Yeah, they right. So so you got people got back migration people that came. Right. So so again, Sean, from the first to the 14th dynasty, again, you said <laughs> that those people were sub-Saharan African. You said this. I never got off my point. Y'all didn't went the 300,000 years. Y'all didn't went the two. Y'all didn't went the boats. Y'all didn't my whole the My whole point, ruin. my whole point though, Sheffron, when I said Sub-Saharan Africans, my whole point is I'm dismissing, I'm dismissing the Asiatic altogether. So there ain't no, ain't See, no way. There was no rulership God. of eight. There's no rulership of Asiatic. There's no cultural identity of Asiatics. Anytime during those first, the first, one through thirteen dynastic periods, or or before then. Okay. We don't see. Culturally. We don't see any. Culturally. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Because I'm trying to let you go. Mm. And we don't see any any cultural influences from those that you claim are Asiatics yeah, in a specific. Presence. I don't believe that. That's why, I don't believe that's that. That's why they in a pocket. That's why they in the northeast that. corner in a pocket. No, no, They're not that, all over Kemet. No, you, I, I, you can't. I, I can't be. So certain farming techniques. Why are we talking? Hold on. Why are we talking? We can read this. What modern scholarship position is? Can somebody please read? Right. Somebody read. I can, I'm driving. I'm Man, you can you can drive that. You can read that while you drive. Hey, Jack. <laughs> I'm driving. <laughs> no. CK, help brother out, man. CK, where you at? CK, we gotta let you come in on this. Regular right. Regular right. I thought Chef said he wanted to read it. I ain't want to read. I just wanted to say something else. <laughs> that's, <plan. laughs> that's dope. That's dope. <laughs> come on. Come on. You going to read it? Where you at, CK? Can you read it or I got to read it? What you going to do? I'm multitasking. You're going to have to do it. All right. Since the second half of the 20th century, most scholars have held that applying modern notion of race in ancient Egypt is, what's this, anachronic. Right. Anachronistic. Chronistic. Y'all know what that means, right? Like, it's mm -hmm. some shit we doing now. Because that's what we're doing with this argument right now. We're doing exactly what they just said right there. Now, yeah. they say the focus of some experts who study population biology has been to consider whether or not the ancient Egyptians were primarily biological North Africans rather than to which race they belonged. It's say in the 
non-racial bioevolutionary approach to Nile Valley population is part of the continuum of population uh, uh, gradation and variation amongst humans that is based on indigenous development rather than using racial clusters or concepts of admixtures. It say under, under this approach, racial categories such as blacks or Caucasians are discarded in favor of localized populations showing a range of physical varia uh, variations. Uh, Stuart Tyson Smith writes in 2001, Oxford Encyclopedia of Ancient Egypt, that any character characterization of race of the ancient Egyptian depends on modern cultural definition, not on scientific study. Thus, a modern American standard in this re it, it is resembled to characterize the Egyptians as black. Let me let me go back again. Any character characterizations of race of ancient Egyptians depends on the modern cultural uh, definitions, not on scientific study. Thus, the modern American standards. It is reasonable to characterize the Egyptians as black, God damn it, while acknowledging the scientific evidence for the physical diversity of Africans. Uh-huh. Scholars such as Bruce Tiger uh, condemned, no, that's not condemned, as con condemned the often shaky scholarship on Egyptians. He declared that the people of the region were all Africans mm -hmm, and decided to and decided the bizarre and dangerous myth of previously biased scholarship married by con confusion of race, language, and culture and by the accompanying racism. Yeah, that's what we're trying to fight. In 2008, Soy Kayata wrote that there is no scientific reason to believe that the primary ancestors of the Egyptian population emerged and evolved outside of North Africa. The basic overall genetic profile of modern populations is consistent with the diversity of ancient populations that would have been indigenous to North Africa and uh, subject of range of evolutionary influences over time, although researchers vary in detail of the explanations of those influences. Frank Jade, Egyptologist at the Field Museum, and University of Chicago said, when you talk about Egypt, it's just not right to talk about black or white. That's all just American terminology and it serves American purposes. I can understand the, the and sympathize with the desires of Afro-Americans to which is affiliate themselves with Egypt, but it isn't that simple. We can stop right there. Come on back. Now, let me ask y'all this. That was a good article. Yeah, I ain't finished yeah. it. The guy didn't Sudan and all that. Yeah. He said it was North African. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. They said it over and over. There was a mm -hmm. North African population. Again, North African does not mean Sub-Saharan African. It doesn't. When you say how they look, that's lookership. Oh, you showed me that when we was talking about the people of the, the Adam and Eve Islands or some people who are in Asia or some island off India who had those features. Yeah, and, yeah, and what did you say? Yo, that's lookership. They Asians. You said it. 
You talk. So you said, yo, they ain't black. They, they Asian. You feel me? So North Africa is the same way. Those people left Africa, came back in. You dig what I'm saying? The Sub-Saharan African people are different people than the North African people. Egypt is in North Africa. I, I don't know why y'all don't believe it for some reason. Okay, listen, man, Chef. Here's the here again. Here lies the problem with the with this whole Afro Asiatic term is because the Afro the Asiatics are trying to stay claim to a African language, which is which is critical in this whole argument. I may not be making my point very clear. I didn't bring up Afro Asiatic. Yeah, no, 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 no. You said Asia, You did bring it. It was brought up several times. But what I'm what I'm trying to say is this. You keep saying North Africa, North Africa, North Africa. Okay, we got you. You're trying to drill home North Africa. But in Upper Kemet and Lower Kemet, they weren't considering themselves no North Africans. They called themselves the Remage. It's clear in their writings and how they describe themselves. And what I all I'm trying to say, bro, is that them people were African through and through in that area. They recognized who the foreigner was. They knew the Libyans wasn't a part of them. They knew the Asiatics wasn't a part of them. When they when they came together and they did what they did, bro, and they dominated at, at, with their high sciences, they knew the Asiatics wasn't a part of them. They knew their brothers and and uh, the Nubians or the Nahisiu in other terms. They knew that they they were a part of what they had going on, and they knew from the flow of the uh, the Nahisiu when they were allowing people in that it was an issue, and it was causing an issue or turmoil between the two, but not necessarily turmoil. Let me let me be be a little bit more clear. Not turmoil in the sense that where they fighting with one another over why you doing. It's like yo, I really don't think that you should let them in your house, right? Like mm -hmm. if, if you got neighbors coming over knocking on your door and they some they some skinhead looking type of people, but they really ain't showing skinhead uh, references or anything like that. And I'm telling you, chef, don't let them in your house. Don't let them in the door. And you let them in the door. Then next thing you know, you got enough of them in there. They trying to take over the whole house. Then now we got a whole nother problem because we down here chilling and y'all up there bull crapping. After we just told you don't open the door, so now we got to go fight again these people and try to get all our stuff back. So now that's we're it. trying to run everybody up out of there. But but that's the Hyksos reign, though. You, now you're back into the 14 dynasty. That's the Hyksos reign you're talking about. Yeah, when, but when what, I'm, I'm saying, gen, what I'm saying generally, I'm saying the flow of people coming, period. Because the, the problems, the problems usurp from inside out. That was yeah, the but, whole... But, but, uh, but doing armor, they ain't, we talk about yeah. But you the, had the, the problem had to start in before it got out. I'm saying the the yeah. flow because of trade. You, I'm I'm saying the, the gates was open. No, there's no demarcations. The gates are open. We know trade is going on. We know trade is going on. Business because we see the archaeological evidence that's flowing all over the place. We see. I'm, yeah, I'm so in, you can't. So, so they're born. You can't say there's no influence. If these people are trading going back what and they, forth, what the is, barn, what, I did this. Okay, so what were the influences? What were the influences on the on the Egyptians? The farming, uh, farming, cattle raising. Cattle. Yeah, like come on, like you can't just throw. So they gave them. If they're trading, if they're trading, no, good, I, I, hold on, I, hold on, don't argue. I'm just 
you saying that the, you saying that the these Asiatics and stuff gave them farming. You said I didn't that say they, they gave them, them how to. Farming. You said cattle raising. You said cattle I said raising. They, they 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 traded their farming and their uh. Uh-huh. Well, I don't know if they trade. They brought they brought different. They gave each other different. It was a high culture. The trade, they're going back and forth. Right, like, like so it's... Right, okay, come on. So like, again, oh. okay, no, so you telling me because you're trading with someone and, and, and all these other things, and yes, we all know that it was a high culture, you telling me these people couldn't do it on their own, that they had to have the Ain't influence from that. somewhere else? Ain't nobody... Yeah, oh, but I'm, they I'm, did I'm, have I'm, the influence from somewhere else. I'm yeah, asking. The straw man, so you, no, I'm, I'm, I'm telling no, you, yeah, I'm they had I'm asking, I'm asking. Now, here's why yeah. I asked. I asked that because the term Afro-Asiatic is trying to take that away from them. The term is trying to take it away. The okay, argument well, is trying to take it away. Everything that the Remis did on their own merit, yo, they trying to make it a part of the Asiatic language phylum. They trying to take it out. If they say, you got some people saying, well, if they say Afro-Asiatic, they really saying Africans. And then I'm like, come no, on, but listen, yo. Listen, listen, listen. Let me say, look, because even when I, this is why I'm confused, because, you know, I don't study it, but I'll be listening to one argument. I feel good about it. Like, <laughs> the way Uncle explained it, he was like, yo, one of the reasons Kim was able to achieve some of the things they did and get to where they was at, because where they were. They got people coming in, there's trade coming in, there's competition going on. So this drives, this drives civilization up, up to a particular point, other than if you're, if you're isolated. But because they're trading, because they're dealing with so many people, there's, there's different thoughts and ideas coming in. So everything's, be, you see what I'm saying? And then for you to be like, nah, they didn't, they were just like trading, they didn't really pay them niggas no attention about nothing. It's kind of like, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't make no who sense. Was they, who was their competition though, yo? They ruled for like thousands of years. Who, who could compete? The competition with their neighbors, the people that they kept at bay for them thousands of years. Who was the company? No, how could their neighbors be oh, their competition that when they're the, ruling for thousands that of years? I think we yeah, confused. Yeah. Hey, Sean, so you're saying that the Egyptians wasn't an Afro-Asiatic people, speaking people? No, they were not an Asiatic speaking people. I they said were African-speaking people. Afro-Asiatic. No, they were African-speaking people. They spoke an African language. They they wrote in an African way. So you're saying that their language wasn't is not classified as Afro-Asiatic. Hello. What happened? Yeah, I'm no, I'm so so shut. Sean, you're saying that their language is not Afro-Asiatic. I think that's what he's saying. I think it is. I think Sean has a problem with that label. Because what hey, hold on. everything I, 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 mean, yo. I, uh, I got interrupted at work. Oh, 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 Sean. So I asked you, so you're saying that the Egyptian language is was not an Afro-Asiatic language. No, it's an African language. So when I look it up and they say Afro-Asiatic, it was an African language. It was an African language. Remember what he said about the whole Greenberg and Afro-Asiatic shit earlier? He thinks it's pseudo. He doesn't think it exists. So, of course, anything that could potentially attach 
itself to that, he's gonna deny it. No, I'm not. I'm not going to deny it. It's it's already been refuted by Africans writing their own African language on the continent of Africa doing their what own Africans? linguistic work. Wait a minute. There's still people writing Egyptian today. No. So let's insert let's let's insert scholars that are actually creating their own models like Greenberg. You know, he was when he died in like the late 80s or early 90s or something like that. I don't know. I can't remember when Greenberg passed away. But Greenberg, an American, was responsible for the argument of the Afro-Asiatic language phylum. He changed it because people was using the word hermetic. So he flipped it from a hermetic religious uh, based uh, language phylum to include it in the Afro-Asiatic texture so that they can still argue this premise for religious connotations and, 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 and some type of influence. I'm saying he did not, and it's proven that he did not use his own model to prove his argument. If he used his model, he doesn't come to that conclusion. He leaves, he leaves the uh, the Ronnie Kemet, Egyptian spoken language, as a African language. This is why it 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 bothers me when Chef and he knows it when he when he's trying to slide that old Afro Asiatic shit in there. You you can't do that to these people because they wrote an African language. They spoke an African language. They are a part of an African speaking melting pot. So, so and let me ask you: the don't, Afro don't take Asiatic, don't take the African out of there to slide the Asiatic in there and try oh, to get oh, some no. Hold on, let me ask you this: Let's take Egypt out the equation. If we take Egypt out the equation and look at the rest of North Africa and the Middle East, could it make a could 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 the claim for Afro Asiatic stand if we took Egypt out of the picture? No. Could could you show? Hold on. So you're saying. So you're saying linguists can't show a connection between the languages. What methodology what? are they using to show a connection uh, or to come uh, to uh, a conclusion? I, look, I'm not a linguist. I'm not a linguist. Uh, no, so I'm, I'm asking an honest question, though. What, are they, what work are they doing to make an honest conclusion that Africans on the continent are doing and showing and proving in their own languages from, from all over the continent? They're showing... The patterns, the the, uh, the whole. What, what see, about this the is What makes linguistics difficult is because the the, the phonology. It's, it's a whole lot of stuff that goes into that. If they're doing all of that with these words and they breaking down and they showing you these words way over here in West Africa, way over here in Central, South Africa, East Africa, and and all coming from Ronnie Kimmy, Egyptian spoken language. How how are we doing that? You see what I'm saying? Like, but you said remove Kimmy from the equation. And could mm -hmm. there be a presence or of, of Afro-Asiatic? I still say no. I still wow. say no. I, I, with what evidence? I, I, I'm just saying, if I look at a map, just by looking at pure geography, I, this is mind-boggling to me. Y'all act like Egypt it's mind-boggling to you because you don't even want you you won't study linguistics, but you make an no. argument for it all the time. No, no, That's no. That's mind-boggling to me. Is, like how, like bro, if I show you, if I show you right now correspondences for for uh, for um, African languages tied to Ronnie Kimmy all up and down the the damn continent, you're not going to accept that. What you're going to do is say 
I don't know. You can't tell me because of Muslim presence. They don't mean that. No, before the Muslim, oh, oh, oh. Before the Muslim presence, you feel? I so so you're saying? My bad. I didn't mean to say Muslim presence. I mean, I mean this whole Asiatic argument that you're trying to make. You can't show it, bro. When I ask you to demonstrate, you won't be able to show it. But then right, if I but, show it, you're going to be like, oh, no. The people in the field say this, that, and that. This is, this is why you get stuck over there in certain no, arguments. See, then, I, then that's when to, you got to go if, all if we can't, if we can't demonstrate this, I don't want to talk about it no more. Because no, no, we have to I'm demonstrate is, it in order to actually do it. Us talking ain't doing me, you, or the audience any favor on this whole Asiatic African shit. No, so if we gonna get if we gonna break it if we gonna get into it then we both need to get up on I, our language and she put some before the people and then we can Wait. let the evidence speak for itself. Whether you want to use Greenberg's Wait. model, whether you want to find out how to use Greenberg's model or anything like that. No, no, it's, it's, do it's your, another do your, do your Greenberg that's living we can right do now. The, we can have the same argument other people already have had. You got to let these African people speak for their own self, yo. You can't you can't bring no Asiatic shit to Africans and say, yo, yo, your language, your your uh, this language is a part of the fucking Asiatic family. How Afro Asiatic? Man, I'm not why, why, that that keep, why, why does that fuck right keep getting thrown out of the equation? Straight up, I'm not dealing with it. And to, unless, unless you, you can demonstrate, demonstrate unless you can demonstrate, which you can't. No question. I ain't taking no more. Hold on. No, he asked me. We want to ask Sheffron a question. My question for Sheffron is: Is how was Afro Asiatic constructed? Like, how can we substantiate that it's a, a reliable? Thing that we can we can we can verify that a, a language is Afroasiatic based on what what metric are we going are we using? Uh, I don't know, but no. what I'm seeing right now, from what I'm looking at, it hasn't been the bump the way that y'all saying it has. So if if academia is still using it, and y'all said show me where if it's I been. Say- Completely debunked. Now they didn't revised it a couple times, right? They didn't cleared up some shit in it, but it still holds as Afro Asiatic, and other people then added on to the work and cleared it up. That is actually a group of people now. Hold on, it's actually a group of people now who's saying that Afro Asiatic started in Africa. So this is a point. That that the oldest root of the language is in Africa. Prove it. Right. So 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 if they're saying that that a group of people, bro, how they gonna start a uh, how how when the damn uh, Egyptian spoken language is an African language? How the fuck they gonna start gonna make it a part of? Come on, yo. Like for real, let's be serious right now. So if you you gonna say that that's Afro Asiatic, you gonna say all the other languages gotta be Afro Asiatic too. You just can't sit here and take, you can't take a Ronnie Kimmett, which is weird. You're going to take Ronnie Kimmett, Egyptian spoken language, away from that. But then the people that's close to uh, uh, Kimmett and all of that, that's south of them or, or, or uh, uh, you know, bell west of them, you ain't going to make those uh, Asiatic languages. You only, you only are staunched on fucking Kimmett. You, nowhere else. Kim it. Give us, let's make that an Asiat, Afro-Asiatic language. No, man, it's African. It's every bit of African as freaking Congo, no, South Africa, Kenya. No, uh, that, that's not right. West Africa, all of that. That's not it's right. African that language. 
you, you go do the comparisons and you find you, you go do the homework, yo. You don't yo. know the model. It's what I'm saying. Learn the model. Do the comparisons and watch what you see come out of that, yo. Straight up. So you saying that it's closely connected to the Congo and not people right next door to them? Uh, that, that just wouldn't even... Oh my God! You have like, to demonstrate. I'm telling you. I'm you telling you. Y'all ain't demonstrating basic You don't even study languages. How about... is you arguing this and you won't even get into the conversation with languages? How? <laughs> because what I'm trying to figure out, Jeffrey. The oh, truth the is, is, if I sit here and break down words in ancient Egypt, in ancient Egypt, you ain't gonna know none of the words, yo. Like you don't know the sound patterns or none of that. Son, like but, you, you not finna son, sit here look, and like tell me, yo, if we, if we go through five different languages, five, uh, five different languages, and we mm -hmm. go through one word, we deal with one one word. Let's say we go find peace. We we look up the word peace in ancient Egyptian. The word peace, we find it. Then we go to fucking, we go to we go to Yoruba. We say, or, or we go to uh, Ghana. We 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 go to Nigeria, or we go to like I said, the Congo. Or we go to South Africa, or we go to Kenya, and we look for the word peace. And then we get to comparing these freaking words and going down and seeing how the, the language structure and all this other stuff, all this technical stuff, and we start mm -hmm. seeing the comparisons. Then you're going to say, nah, but nah, that's Afro-Asiatic. Come on, yo. Yo, they're saying that it started you in Africa. Look, I, 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 Pull up I, mass comparative I, method on Wiki right now. Pull it up. And we'll so, see if so, they, so, if, if they, if so does not they say that the Afro-Asiatic language started in Africa? I can't. Blue. The thing is, we can't even determine whether it's even a, a reliable construct in general. That's what I'm trying to express to you. I'm saying academia, do you Right. Because I'm telling you, you that, have to disagree. I, I haven't seen any evidence that verifies that it's uh, it's reliable, it's credible. If you look up the method on Wiki, let me see. Are you a linguist? Are you a linguist? It says study language. I study linguistics. I do. Are I do you a linguist? I study a lot of things. A linguist. So you saying you're a linguist? We all studying something. I, I'm not. I'm not certified. No, I don't have a a, a, a degree or nothing. No. All right. So, but you're disagreeing. So be a you're linguist. disagreeing with people who are masters in this shit. Listen, I'm gonna read right now. It says mass comparison method is a developed by Joseph Greenberg to determine the level of genetic relatedness between languages. It is now usually called multilateral comparison. This method is rejected by most linguists. Campbell, 2001, page 45. Though not all, but it by most is saying so. Listen, I, I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing so with the experts, I'm just, but listen, in all fairness, though, right now you need to go. You have to go to Wiki, and then pull up Afroasiatic language and see what it says. Right? Because yeah, it seems like we're focusing so much on yeah, Greenberg and yeah, not the fact that can... some things have changed since he made the claims that he made back then. And then we can see. But the way I see it is like I this: I haven't seen no changes as far as evidence. With his uh, the historical comparative method, I haven't seen none of that. Oh, really? Is, so that means is, that the textbooks is, have changed, correct? 
I want to see y'all disagree with a NASA scientist next. Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm just, when, when is it stopping? I'm saying, it, it, like, when is it stopping? Doesn't I say that, that linguists reject it? So am I disagreeing with the linguists I, 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 or I'm am saying, I agreeing no, with them? Hey, Blue, what I'm saying is linguists can have arguments and disagreements about things in their field. I, I have no problem with that. But what I'm saying is, you saying that you can stand on one side you and definitively say that Afro-Asiatic is not real and the Egyptian language don't fit based into it. The, like, the what basis do you feel like you really can stand on that? Based on the math comparison, the methodology, basically. One is spotty. The other one is meticulous. So if I went... If I took the time to look into how this is done and I fully grasp the uh, complexity, then is it wrong for me to accept that stance off of that evidence? Uh, no, you're going to believe what you want to believe. If I haven't seen other, you, you, I didn't say, I'm you, that's a belief. I'm not, like, I'm not even going to trip about it being belief. I'm saying, is it a justified belief or is it an unjustified belief? For you, it could be justified. I'm gonna go with the overall consensus on it, or with the academics. So it's the overall consensus saying most linguists reject it. Who? Where, where did you read that? Most, most would imply what? I've huh? never seen that. I just like I said, all you gotta do is pull up mass comparison method, and it's talking about Greenberg. And yes, we're talking about oh, it's his. It, it really is his construct. He's creative. Right. He fucked up at the beginning. People are taking it from that spot where it's still fucked up and never went back and did what yeah, the work that but, was supposed to be. Done. But check this out, Blue. Hey, you, your you, name you, Blue, you're right? Starting off from a flawed premise out the gate. Oh, hey, yo, hold on. What, what, what's your name? What's your name, yo? Because I'm Chuds, bro. You know me. Oh, all right. <laughs> oh, all right. What's up? Yeah, all right. So pull up, pull up the Afroasiatic right. though, so we can see what they say. What, what are they saying about the Afroasiatic language? Yeah. Because what you read is making a claim about something that Greenberg did, but I think that it's very possible that a lot has changed from when Greenberg made a lot of the claims that can he you, made. Can you provide right. otherwise, otherwise, the textbooks would be different. So I I'm going to say this one sentence, and I'm going to go back on mute. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, CK. Rock out. I'm just going to say this one thing, and I'm going back on mute, man. Yo, man. I feel what y'all are saying, and I feel like this. If all of you people that have a problem with how the things are in the textbook show, y'all need to go, I'm going to say the same thing I said to the damn abos. Take your evidence and proof to court, academia, whatever you got to do to these people that are experts at these universities, prove them wrong and make them change it. Because otherwise, you just preaching to people that don't really understand what the hell you're saying anyways. I mean, all I can do is pull up textbooks from, from scholars, from academics. I can do that same thing and show you that it's, it's really been an argument from the beginning from not black dudes, from white people making this right. white scholars saying that it's but, a But what are they arguing though? They're can arguing can, that can you be specific in the methodology. on what they're arguing? I, I can only say it so many times, Bobo. 
But you gotta Wait. pull up that you won't you gotta pull up the Afro Asiatic man. You got I'm, I'm looking at it right now. What does they say it's about Afro Asiatic? Uh, hundred and fifty uh languages speakers. Um is it something specific that you asked? What is they what is what is uh, what is there what is a negative respond to the Afro Asiatic language language group? Like what is that the, it got what, Asian on it? Exactly. <laughs> what, 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 are, what are the experts, you know, the linguists saying about the flaws of the Afro-Asiatic language? Family, uh, you know what I'm like, saying? Because like we're throwing that, we're throwing that out. Some, some. No, there are no generally accepted relations between Afro-Asiatic and any other language family. However, several proposals grouping Afro-Asiatic ones, one or more language families, have been made. The best known of these are uh, is some from 1906. Something from. Hey, be quiet. 1931, uh, Greenberg work in 2000 to 2002. So, I, I mean, I, I'm not saying nothing that 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 historical comparative method was utilized to um, verify it, that the, the construct yeah, but, is solid. But that's my point, though. As it stands now, though, they're not doing like the experts don't. They may have a disagreement with the, with that with that method from Greenberg, but I think they touched up on it, right? They're not going against exactly. it now. In fact, they now. touched up on it, and it still holds. They 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 they. So I'm trying to figure out just it's because based on what whatever they do in linguistics, they don't. They, 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 can you provide with, me a historical comparative method done on the Afro-Asiatic? All right, Afro-Asiatic. I'm reading the definition. Can you, can you provide me historical pethic, historical a, I can comparative do, I method? Can, I can provide the Merriam-Webster dictionary. I can provide the Merriam-Webster dictionary. But that's not. I'm not asking for a dictionary. I'm not asking for a, a, a definition. I'm asking for no, no, no. Now, when I give you the definition, and substantiation of a language problem. I'm trying to figure out what part y'all have a disagreement with. It says, of relating to or being a family of languages widely distributed over Southwestern Asia and Africa, including the Semitic, Egyptian, Berber, Cushitic, and Chadic subfamilies. Now, what part in that definition do you take disagreement with? Is it the sub, 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 Southwestern Asia part? Could you could you agree that it has similarities it's a to the Berber and the Cushitic and the Chadic subfamilies? Because it's basically if we take all, look, by the geographic location, which is not scientific technically. It's just saying, hey, is it really what white people do? They okay, these people are over here, these people are over here, and we're gonna put a name on that. Nah, we're gonna nah, put a name on, on this you know, they, you know they ain't did it like that now. Come on, that's, <laughs> that's really it, literally <laughs> what the mass comparison method is. That disrespectful. Bro. I, I'm, I'm, you can look it up. I'm not. You could read the uh, link to Mass Comparison Method. So, have you ever disagreed no with that? In, in, huh? Let me ask you. Have you ever disagreed with that method, other than when it came to the Egyptian language? Have you ever shown yes. the flaw of that method? Yes. Like I, I just, I just gave an example of the is the people that my my uh what my Maternal lineage comes from my mama is, is from it's Mafa in Cameroon. That language is 
considered Afro-Asiatic. That's a problem. Those that's not that's okay, not when, no when one near that area. When, 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 hold on. When was that considered Afro-Asiatic? Look it up right now. No, I'm asking you. You the link. You said you study language, linguistics. Where, when or where? When? When was that considered? Uh, and and is that debunked by I'm, now? I can't tell you uh, definitively when, but as far as I'm concerned, when I look up what classification it falls under, that's what it says. Because they said that Greenberg model has been cleared up. Yeah, what, what language what that. language following would you put Berber in? Um mm. right now you can't say. African phylums. It's not African? You said you will put it in the African phylum? I'm saying right now we're dealing with like specific the ones that are given to us. But according to like what I said, like I saw the work, I think it is not directly related. But it, it would fit into um, his was, construct that he created. Yeah, you would but take it. You would take it. You would take it. You have to use what is being used now. No, what I'm saying, okay. like, you would take it out of Afro-Asiatic and put it in African language, like Berber. I mean, if we had... Because shit it. We, we would have to actually do the work. To, to, we, we would have to do the work to see exactly what languages are related to it by seeing correspondent uh, language means sound correspondence, uh, the morphological feature. We have to do a lot of work. It, it has you, not been done from, from what I'm saying. That they have not done that for the Cushitic and the Berber languages. Like they just said, I, these people I, live I, in the I, same I area. And they just draw a circle. Like these people are here, 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 here. And just group them in. Like how would they know who to leave? They're they called zones. I have okay, a so linguistic how, book to show help me out. I think I can pull it up. Hold on, let me see if I got this. Yeah, yeah, but uh, uh, I'm saying so then. So then, why would you? So, why so would you, you on do, point? Why would you not do the same thing for Berber then? Right. <laughs> I'm on the phone, girl. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> I, I got shit going on. The how I can't get, uh, get the hell right now. Yeah, give me a second, man. Hold on, hold on, man. <laughs> Yeah. Yo, so that is an excellent point. <laughs> I be confused. You know what I'm saying, like I, I ain't into re I be trying to understand the argument, but then I be getting confused because I be hearing different arguments at different times. You know what I'm saying? It be so, so be many like, holes in it. Like I, I just don't get like. Oh man, it, it's so many holes in that. Like you can go right over the Berber. You know what I mean? But you're not doing the same thing to, to show how they fucked up on, on, on the classification. Show it through another language that's right next to it. You feel me? Yeah. It's like, yeah, or, it's or, like y'all just doing Egyptian or the language. Or when a bridge happened or separate how, or show the difference between the Berber connection from the Egyptian. How they separate right. all. Be, you know what I'm saying? Be, because the way we would think is if the if the people are close near each other, then the language is going to share similarities. Yeah, That's what they, most people going to think. I mean, like, they trade, but they try they, to act they like trade. no, it don't work like that. Yeah, they trade like, like into Look, look, look! Egypt is right next to the Levant and all of that, but it shares a, a language 
connected to people in the Congo. Like, it's more closely related to the people in the Congo and not the people that live right next door to them. Like, how would that even? I, I just don't even. And you have to demonstrate it. You have to demonstrate it using linguistics, how they're they're related. It's just because that that's like me and you said, like you can't. That's not that's not how that science works. That's all I can say about it. I'm saying no, it does. Yeah, it yeah, really listen. do. Y'all trying to twist the shit up. I mean, if you if you're interacting with each other, right? You're gonna have to find. You're gonna have to trade. You're gonna have to find common words. You're gonna start creating. Right. The, a language that you can do business with, you can talk to each other. You can, you can, I can give you my wife, or you know, what I'm saying, give you my daughter, or you know, what I'm saying, like you have to establish something to bridge that gap. That that that's called language convergence. That that's when you, when you're getting long long words and, and having that contact, you're not that that doesn't make the language related. That just means you was in close contact. But man, I'm trying to find this. Uh, so so where do you say the Egyptian language, where, where do you say the it, it, uh the the early is uh origin of it, like um its roots are are, are located at? And how did they end up mm. in northeast Africa? I, I, I read uh I saw a book and according to the evidence in there, it's a Bantu language based off of morphological features and and uh, sound correspondence, and he does a lot of, has a lot of talk. A lot of people don't not willing to take the time. Oh, let let, let, let me see where the Bantu language started at. Let's but, see where but, that started at. Yeah. And, and so, so you're saying too that when you can, when you when you cross compare, oh. when you cross compare oh. to other Afroasiatic language, it doesn't line up at all. That's what you're saying. None of the correspondence line you up. You don't have the same sound correspondences. You don't have the same uh, like. There's a consonant vowel sequence that yeah, um, so. a consonant vowel sequence that shows up with Bantu languages that don't show up in uh, certain Afro Asiatic language. Where is that book at? Hold no, on. So, but, but, so, so Bantu but. languages is saying started around the Niger Congo region. So you're saying that the Egyptian language in Northeast Africa started in the Niger Congo no, I'm saying region that it is related. I'm saying it's related. All right, okay. Closely. Cl oh, cl okay, closely. So, but it's saying that that language developed Niger, Niger Congo region. That's where it started at then. And you say it went all, those people went from there speaking this language all the way up to Egypt. Hello? Yeah, we hear you. I'm asking, that's what you're saying. saying. Yes, I'm saying it's been trade. Can we establish that it's been trade? I, I don't know they that. They go down there? I, I, I don't I mean, know that. Based on a place called Pun and uh, other Egyptological information. You saying the Egyptians went all the way to the and you know to the Congo? That's pretty much a lot of evidence that there is a lot of going back and forth to the Great Lakes area. To the Congo. 
That's that's the Great Lakes. I don't think so. Nah, there ain't no Great Lakes. I mean, I'm I'm with. I, I just feel like you you're putting the uh, cart before the horse. Like you you gotta you gotta debunk. Like y'all should be debunking that like ASAP. You feel me? <laughs> like you, you know what I'm saying because like we can't just throw out academia. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then use it for other shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, if something don't work, it just don't work. Like, they don't. Yeah, but, if, but if it don't work, we, we, it's like it's like we call it's like in science something is pseudo, right? Until it's been proven uh-huh. that it works, it has to it has to replace what's there. You see what I'm saying? What I'm saying, if something hasn't even been proven that it works, how are we saying that it works and we have not seen? That it's been, we're just. Like, I'm saying, it seems like you're calling. Then you're calling all the linguists that supported a liar that they're liars. That's what you're saying. Or they, or they don't know how to do language. They don't know how as to do. As good as you. That's they either they lie or they don't know how to do linguistics the, as good as you. Basic, no, it's not. It really, this doesn't have anything to do with me. I just read. But you agreeing with some shit. That's not my shit. word. This is just what but I read. But you agreeing with some shit. Said, most language. Am I wrong for that? Like, help me out. Listen, am, am if I you disagree with academia, based off the evidence. But you are you agree? You disagreeing with with ac- academia, right? You're saying that am I they're wrong in the book that, that you read, that said that, or is that me? No, you're saying that the book that you read, uh, what's the book you I read? I read something wiki that said that, that said exactly what I said. It's not necessarily just this book. It's a it's multiple books, and it's not. No, books. you said it was closely related to the Congo. Book. Where did you get it was closely related to the Congo language? I just from? explained that through a song. You got that from I wiki. He said that the Egyptian language was closely no, related to the Congo language. I didn't. You Did we can say that? Question, and I, I swear I, I, I said no once right now. Okay. So, I, so where I did you get that source from? Explained it. I, I said where I got it from. I told you. Where? I, 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 I hear you. you. <laughs> I said like I didn't say it. I ain't I, hear I, you. I lose your volume two. Are oh, you got two. that from? You have it? No, I don't, I don't. I don't have no um linguistic books. <laughs> Well, hold on. Let me show you one that I'm looking at right now. I'm saying I don't show in the chat. Right 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 Y'all should get. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is one. Yeah, but you gotta you uh, you gotta strip you gotta strip on. away all biases though and go in like fresh. But I'm saying that's basically what I did. I didn't know any of this shit at first. I, I thought it was the Afroasiatic, but I came across some information that changed my opinion. Based off evidence, not off my personal belief. But like I say, it's y'all. It's cool if you you believe that it's just a belief of mine. It's not so about. It's, I mean, I, I think it boils down. It's not really about belief. It's just about you can see you know, academia. There's a standard set, and then, you know we kind of, you know what I mean? We, you know what I mean? So we deal with academia. So until that's debunked, it's like it's like a scientific argument. Until it's until it's debunked. I'm saying, it's, but the thing is, that's not a SARS. Not the only one saying it. it's academia that's saying that 
it's not valid. I just say it like you. Nah, can, academia is saying the mask. Uh, uh, academia is saying mask the mask imperative, but it, ac show me what academia is saying. Afro Asiatic language phylum is a pseudo. Hey, Wikipedia actually has a pseudo-linguistic article page that lists all the different pseudo-linguistic um, languages that people have been coming up with over the years. Oh, my bad. Go back on mute. <laughs> yeah, because like, you would have to show me something that said that they, that Afro-Asiatic is pseudo, like, you know what I'm saying? Like show me something that said most linguistics agree that 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 the Egyptians are not Afro-Asiatic Afro-Asiatic speakers. You see what I'm saying? And that would dead it right there off top. It would kill it. Yeah, it's, shit is over with. Like boom, shit. Game match. You're like, I'm trying to figure out how he got to the Congo. Like. Oh my God! Like just looking at a map, yo, that would be. Hey, I mean, like I'll be root I'm rooting for my brothers, but at the same time, it's like you can't put the horse before the, the cart before the horse. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm rooting. But you, you just show see out. see how all of this see how all this get twisted up right here, Sosa and, and Shay <laughs> Chavez. Unk just show how the people on the now have moved up, right? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out. How if Unk and Sean is saying that those people was on the now and they moved up, how the hell did we get the language from all the way over in the Congo? Like, even that, even if I don't, even if I disagree. I think you, you're I, just looking at a map, it don't even make language. sense. Nobody is saying that one language move to another that I'm just trying to express to you that they are related and it's based off of these features based off a method called the historical comparative method so so where did now the where, where did the call if you disagree where did the Bantu languages start at so that means that they if they if they have a Bantu language origin then they had to all start from a common like around a central area where was that area that went from the Bantu people moving to the Congo and moving to Egypt? Like, I, you you did the research, right? I, I need to know where, where that started at so we can see if that shit even makes sense. Or was the Bantu speaking people in the Sahara, I mean, in the West Sahara. Really, honestly though, bro, bro, you're looking for me to explain it to you. I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like I have all the answers. I'm competent enough to explain the basics. But if you oh, really, really wanted to know, you would have to, <laughs> I mean, you have to put your, place yourself in the studies of this particular subject matter. That would be the only way that I could I mean, that, that you would be able to grasp what's being said. Outside of that, you're looking for me to be a star. I'm not him. I read his books, and I could point you in the direction of the sources as to what he, because this shit is full of sources. But let me let me continue to uh, figure it out. Go yeah, ahead, Dale. My argument also is like genetics. Like, 
just like I swag, like I say how we African Americans. By the time those people get right there, mixing, marrying, fighting, losing, winning, man, they 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 have a sub-Saharan African component, but they're different people than sub-Saharan Africans at that point. They know of Africans. Yeah, based on that, based on that mixing around and mm -hmm. the component gonna be different. When the, I think when the DNA test come back, it's gonna show that. Like they have to be. They, they, you know what I mean? They're doing business right there. They're trading. They're, they're fighting. They're, they're at war. Right. <laughs> Shit, crazy. Like I'm trying to figure out how. Like we believe in uh, academic sources. It says that we define three. Uh, this is gonna be let's say comparative relation and subcategories. categories. So you have the genetic internal relation that deal, deals with objects of one or one and the same language. This defines the synchronic and static sphere of internal comparison. Genetic internal relation compares objects to two different uh, language families. Uh, these forms are usually attested in two different periods at two periods of time i.e. diachronic linguistics, non-genetic internal relations, non-genetic uh, non external relations. They use, what's used is sound changes, sound loss. Uh, what else we got here? This is just from his work. I, that's, an, that's another book that I got on my phone that deals, it says it's the same, the same thing. It's from African scholars. They saying, you know, that shit has never been uh, substantiated. It's problematic. Okay. I mean, that's cool. That's, <laughs> you know, I mean, if, if look, like I said, that at this point, what you're saying is a belief right now. So you defeat you know, them. and that's cool because like we all got beliefs. All right. You know what I mean? But look at this thing right here. This is called this is what's the map of them? This language, quarter magic quarterfano, uh Bantu languages. Hold on. Not sure. You can see this. That's like how they typologically group them hoes. It's hard to see my bad shit. That's all I can do with shit right now. Yeah, but you know it gotta that's be- That's the band language language you was looking at. It's the circle. Drop out. Uh, this shit way up here in, in I don't know, man. Hey, yo, who got control of um, what's the name, yo? You? How you do are. I let people in? This people try and get in. It should be. I thought this should be hit. You don't hear him popping up. It should be saying like bling. Yeah, I see Rob yeah, Boy hand, but how do I let him in? Click cool. on it. You click on it. Yeah, I thought I did. Blue man, I told Unc I can't do this shit from my phone. Go to attendees. Oh, and then, he made uh, you. He made you the um, the host. 
Yeah, but it's on my phone. So I see the blue hand and it say attendees one. But every time I click on it. You click on Rob on name, what it say? It's not letting me um it ain't doing nothing. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. I'm on my phone. I'm still on. at work. I actually gotta go back to work here in a minute. Yeah, I click <sighs> on attendees and I see Rob on and I see his hand when I So who got control of the, the what's the name? Is it Sean? You do normally yeah, normally when uh when you the host, soon as somebody come in, your uh it appears on your screen like admit. You know what I'm saying? You can just hit admit. And then yeah, he made in. you the whole oh. chef. I'm oh, looking at it now. Record to the cloud chat. Go ahead, keep talking. I'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah, but I... Yeah, they was making... They, that argument, they was making some different arguments, though. Like, like they didn't share no information. I just uh, that that kind of threw me for a loop. Like you gotta, you, you know I mean, like man, they went back three hundred thousand years, man. Like <laughs> they're going back and forth trading. Like it's going, they're going, they're going to pick up traits. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't say they ain't get nothing from them folks. Like I ain't trying to. Like I'm not claiming that they built it, but I'm saying like that component is there. And then later on, they they built that civilization and they decided culturally who's who. You know what I'm saying? And they pushed other cultures out. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? But that component is there. You know what I'm saying? Just like we might fight for, we would fight for America now. You know what I'm saying? And some of us are damn mixed up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but we don't have been there for so long and mixed in and shit. Now we, you know, we consider ourselves Americans. We look at other people as foreigners. You know what I'm saying? I think I got him in. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. You and Rob Boy. Y'all, y'all. Y'all, the Asian black man is here. I'm the one who took over Connect, baby. We here. We the savages. We the ones who they was talking about on the balls. We the ones who said those are the mischief makers, the savages. Y'all don't want to deal with that Arabia. He definitely go. <laughs> I said, that's a high school, nigga. We the foreigners. We covered in the building. You know what I'm saying? Even though we was there from the beginning, y'all let us oh, come in. Definitely just bounced. That was yeah. crazy. But now nah, I'm going to show something. Um, I don't know Bookie's if this was the bookie. I don't know if this is the uh the bookie was showing, but this is one of them. You know what I'm saying? I got to go soon, but I'm going to stay on here for a little minute. So let's go. Let's roll up. Let's roll up, baby. Let's roll up. So this book is by that African guy, Garrett G. Um, Dismondale, Historic Linguistics and uh, Historical Comparative Method. So this chapter is called Afro-Asiatic. 
So you see at the top here, it says one of the foremost contributors, Greenberg, we already know that. And his gen genetic classification of African languages was the inclusion of the Chadic family with a phylum and to them frequently referred to as hominidio-semitic. So he basically helped debunk the hermetic garbage Bible shit. So he got that out of it. Now, however, this is what the African is saying. The genetic unity of Afro-Asiatic has been accepted by most scholars working in this field ever since, even if as this common disagreement occurs as to the subclassification of this phylum. In a sequel to Greenberg's classification of African language published in 1963, Fleming proposed to excise one group referred to as West Cushetic from Cushetic and to accord it the status of a separate primary branch within Afroasiatic. For this new branch, Fleming proposed the name Omotic after a major river in the era, the area, the Omo. Although its Afro-Asiatic affiliation has been disputed, uh-oh, has been disputed, the allocation of Omotic within this phylum is now widely accepted. Based on the attestation of morphological properties, which the family shares with the extinct Afro-Asiatic branches, namely Semitic, Berber, Egyptian, Cushitic, and Chadic. This is what they're saying. I ain't making this up. Right. So anyway, when you go through this, he's going to describe whatever these problems that these linguistics are beefing about. They're not beefing about if the language existed. He's talking about it's a phylum, and they're having these arguments about this. So it's not settled. In this book, he's going to talk about how the comparative method was not completely used in it and that we have some issues with it, but, you know, the language classification still exists. So what do we do with that? Do we, like, every African you look at or whatever one you look at, you're going to have some that say, yo, this shit is all wrong. Then you're going to have these new dudes and other ones that say, yeah, it's right. However, we acknowledge the errors. So what do you do with it? I'm scared of this. I leave it alone because of that. That's why I don't like, I really don't like this because I never understood how you have a scientific method called the historical comparative method that has six stages that you utilize to reconstruct languages and to find out its roots and its genetic relations going across the world. And all of y'all got some different shit you talking about using the same method. I can't do it. I, I don't understand it. It doesn't make sense to me. Like I can find specific African linguistics who go against it. And then I could find some who don't. So what do we do with that? Who's the pseudo? Which one of them is the pseudo? Anybody? Yeah. I, I just, you know, my thing is, well, I take the scientific approach. Until it's refuted completely, it stands. It's like the winner mm -hmm. is. You know what I mean? Like, we can't we can't go nowhere else. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know, bro. So here, because there's something else. I, I don't know why I don't have it marked. So it says one of the first comparative studies of Afro-Asiatic is the pioneering study by Dokinoff. That's this guy here, where also an attempt is made to reconstruct the consonants of the Proto-Afro-Asiatic, that's the guy he heard. There's another source aiming at a reconstruction of the lexicon. And then they all go through this back and forth thing, bro. 
It says right here, Wolof observes that ER's attempt to show that the proto afroasiatic language was only distantly similar in structure to his Semitic daughter tongues or Egyptian is rather refreshing methodologically. At the same time, the plethora of reconstructed verbal markers exceeds the limits of plausibility. See that? And then he goes, it should be kept in mind that there are a number of other historical processes that may lead to the emergence of triconsonantal stems. There it should be back. Yeah, so it's crazy, man. I'm going to leave... This is the last, this is the last ahead, part here. Ahead, it says, to, to what extent EHART's reconstruction can be used as a basis for future reconstructions probably can only be clarified. One more is known about the historical development of the other primary branches of Afroasiatic, blah, 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 blah. I don't know. It's crazy, bro. Shit is nuts. I think it was on page 76. Maybe I got this underlined. Let me see. Nope. Well, go ahead, man. I can read this part from my saw book, though, real fast. Yeah, go ahead. Are you sure? All right, it's a part of the problem with the Afroasiatic language hypothesis is that it is connected to the concept of the phylum in linguistics, which is not very well grounded conceptually. The term phylum from Greek uh, means basically race or stock. It is taken from the scientific field of biology where it is the level where it is a level of classification or taxonomic rank. Below a kingdom and above a class, it is a grouping of organisms based on the general specialization of body plan, an assemblage of morphological features shared among many members of a classification was carried over into the field of linguistics. It was Joseph Greenfield in 1955 who expounded on the label by way of, the, of his multi, multilateral or mass comparative uh, method this method determines relatedness with quotation marks. This is classified, this classifies, this is classified language into families by regular sound meaning correspondence or to be established. Scholars have criticized this method because there's no way to detect loan words. And many of the correspondence with quotation marks may be due to chance. A note by RMW, this is a source that you probably should look up, RMW Dixon in his seminal The Rise and Fall of Languages, 1997, page 35F, as it con concerns to Greenberg's methodology. So this is somebody else's, this is RMW Dixon's uh, view on, I guess, the, Afro, the, the cold language construct. For many linguistics, such views pertaining to Greenberg's method and and his Euro-Asiatic superphylum fall more into the category of religious beliefs than scientifically testable hypotheses about on a par with claims that all languages have the same underlying deep structure. Who's and talking? the position of stars at the moment of our birth determine our character. In other words, the mass comparative method is a scientific, is as scientific as astrology. On par with math comparison is the equally problematic lexo statistical and glottochronological uh, methods. 
Who you quoting? He quoted uh, R.M.W. Dixon. And Greenberg. No, he's quoting R.M.W. Dixon in the uh, book, I guess, The Rise and Fall of Languages. 1997, page 35. Mm -hmm. And then it goes on, uh, it says, on this phenomenal, I mean, on this phenomenon, Dixon has the following to say. Uh, put forward, uh, see my name, Swadesh put forward a magical formula for establish, establishing, quotation marks, genetic relationships. There would be no longer there would no longer be any need to spend decades compiling grammars and dictionaries. Then looking for systematic correspondence and working on reconstruction. One simply, one simply gather a specified 100 or perhaps 200 word list of core vocabulary in each of a number of languages and compare them. Noting by inspection how many items appear to be cognate between these core vocabularies. Then a formula told you how the languages were related, lexo statistics, and also the time depth of uh, the, their common proto language. Uh, that would be what glottal chronology is. Together with this method, claims in an array of new terminology. The term language family was used with a quite new sense for language sharing 36 to 80, 81% of core vocabulary. We also had stock, microphylum, mesophylum, and macrophylum. Here, the cognate percentage is less than 1%. Uh, a dude named Good G-U-D-S-C H I N S K Y Gudskinski, nineteen fifty six. This all short short. This is like all shortcuts. This didn't work. It has based. It was based on illicit assumptions that one can infer genetic relationships from lexicon alone. But, but, hey, but stop right there, though. But let me ask, I, I, I want to ask if Rob wants to a question, though, right? Like, the, the errors that they find with the, uh, the connection with the Afro-Asiatic Afro and Egyptian, do they find those same errors with, with Berber in the Chadic language, too? Or I mean, that's those are still in, in the classification of Afro-Asiatic. So here's the issue with that, right? So I don't know, like, so... I just couldn't remember. So you see, I was flipping through my thing and I already had this underline. So this guy, Greenberg does what he does, right? But here you'll see what it's saying. So you heard me read before that they found errors in it. So then you have people that come after him. You got E.R. and you got this guy and you got another guy called Duncan and they were pointing out, yo, you put all of these things, all of these, these languages in one thing. Like, how'd you do that? I mean, like, what the hell is you doing? And they went to go correct it. So it, it can't just be labeled as him. And what he does here, as you can see, it says that he initiated this in the 40s, right? And it says that the language originally went under the name Hamido-Semitic, 
Greenwell argued for the theory of Afro-Asiatic, but it said that this was based off of a racist ideology. So when he just read that, he basically shut that down because that's dealing with that. However, inside of this whole thing, it says, because of these racial and racist overtones over earlier classification attempts, the term Hermeto-Semitic was replaced by Afro-Asiatic. Greenberg pointed out that the typological criteria, language types, and genetic criteria from meaning relationships should not be mixed. He also presented clear-cut evidence for a genetic relationship between Western Sudan and whatever. As argued by Newman in 1995, Greenberg's success in the African area was due not to the development of new techniques, but rather to the elaboration of an insightful and productive scientific viewpoint. Greenberg was aware, hold up, of the fact. Hold on, let me get that out the way. Does it move? I can't get that out the way. Okay. Of the fact that some of the early classmates work have become beset by a confusion between language, culture, and race, debunking the linguistic foundation of the hermetic hypothesis and related issues that become one of his primary aims. So y'all always heard me talk about the hermetic hypothesis. Not only does that deal with them saying that these great African civilizations couldn't uh, develop on their own, it also goes with their language. His aim was to get rid of that. Now it says he made these things up. Then it goes, in his nineteen ninety two classification, Greenberg added a new group spoken in the Nubia Mountains in Sudan, etc., the Niger Kotafarian. Based on Judicus evaluation of available data, Greenberg also pulled together several disparate groups considered to be linguistic isolates. Anyway, on as you, you keep going, at the bottom it says scholars from the School of Oriental and African Studies, University of London, have been rather critical. Here it go right here. Critical of Greenberg's attempt to develop a new genetic classification ever since his first publication on the subject in the 50s. However, the criticism continued after the publication of Greenberg 1963. The Bantu specialist, Malcolm Guthrie, in fact, assumed that Bantu was not genetically related to languages in West Africa. Also, scholars like A.T.N. Tucker, Margaret Bryan, and her classificatory work, whatever. What I'm saying is this. The dude made some new shit to get rid of something, and this is what they say, and I'm going to end it on this. It says, the genetic unity of the Afro-Asiatic phylum is widely accepted. And so are lower level subgroups like Berber, ancient Egyptian, and Semitic. But the question whether these in turn from a larger unit as opposed to Kushatic and Omotic within this phylum, for example, divides scholars. So they divided over this issue. The frequency with which the subclassification involving intermediate levels of Afro Asiatic or any of the other African phyla replace each other is indicative of the uncertainties associated with such exercises. One important reason for this appears to be lack of sufficient evidence for shared innovations at deeper historical levels. There have been attempts to use the alternative method, lexiconesis, to arrive at more detail. Anyway, yo, I said that to say, like, no matter what you read and where you look at, Afro-Asiatic is still there. You'll never see something where it's universally accepted that is debunked. 
Do you have African scholars who di di dispute it? Yeah. Um, the brother just read. He just read them. Them, them white people though. Them not even African scholars. Them, those. Yeah. Now, now these white. dudes, these dudes are here, but it's certain. I can't remember these dudes' names by at the top of my head, yo. One Listen, is his that one that's an Eric, uh, Orel, Stallone. Um, Stallone. What's the other guy name that he uses? And Boli. There's a couple of them. Boli and uh, um, Belolo. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple of them, but at the end uh, of the day, uh, what, what what are we doing here? So remember, this guy Greenberg wanted to get rid of this uh, this hermetic hypothesis, and y'all all should know what that is by now. Yeah. This was his goal, and he made errors in the shit that he did. Then he made a new thing on his on his work in '63. Then you got E. Hurt, white man, other white people coming. I don't know, so I'm not a this because of this how this runs. I'm not. I, I don't we know how you... this shit, bro. We need to study yeah. that shit. Yeah, I just don't know how they using same methodologies and come up with different shit, bro. Like I could show you scholars that can reconstruct fucking Sumerian and link that shit to India, bro. And they use some shit. Then I could show you dudes that use Bantu. Right, right. And then I, and then I can show you people who say that. Sumerian is isolated. It is not related to no language. I don't know. I give up. Whatever them niggas say, that's what it is. I don't give up. I give up, son. I, I don't know. Now, what. It's, 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 like, it's science, though. That's what we got to understand. It's science. It's, you got people on one side based off of certain evidence, and you got people on another side based off of certain evidence. Yeah, but this is what I'm saying. Look, evolution, right? And this totality, son. Nobody's denying that shit, bro. Once they crack the genome, that's it. Yeah, you might have another theory, but they're going to tell you, like, well, no, it, what, what's the other one? So you got out of Africa one, out of Africa two. What's the other uh, one that says that life started in different, multi-regional, right? Multi so, yeah, multi-regional. So that one was in conflict with that one, right? And then well, they, they said. They didn't throw it that, out, though. Nah, they didn't throw it out. But yeah, they kind of did because of the. The, the, Nobody uh, used, there's no evidence that's a, that supported, really. Yeah, that's so really since, right. So hey, the G, hey, 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 hold on, y'all. A little sorry, man. In the back, yeah. Since the genome yeah. came in, <laughs> that's what it is. You know, they yeah, tried to know. You don't even know I put that heat out. I, I put that heat out yeah, there. Like, so since they cracked it, since they cracked the genome, crack. <laughs> since they, they cracked the genome, what are you gonna do with it? So since they cracked the genome, now that multi-regional shit is in a garbage. There's too much evidence for uh, out of Africa and multi-regional is gone. So I don't yeah. understand this. I think it's nuts to me. And, you yeah. know, but let us sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. He going to explain here. it better than anybody, man. I, I saw. I saw, saw on. Peace, peace. Can you hear me? Yeah. Let, let me ask a question. Let me ask a question, though. Like, like the problem that, that they're finding with... Um, uh, Egyptian language, right? Is there is there also a disconnect with the, with the other languages too, or is it uh, or is it only with the Egyptian part of it? Like you know what I'm saying, would you would you separate Berber? Like would you consider Berber also too an African language? Like you know what I'm saying, like do you separate that from there? Like you know you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, let me. Uh, I, I wasn't able to. Uh, and it looks like y'all been on for five hours. So I just got multiple correspondences sending me a link to this conversation. So 
y'all must be talking about something serious. I don't I don't know all of what's been said or not. I just came in maybe. I'm that Asiatic minutes. black man. I'm repping the Asiatics that invaded Egypt and took your gold, you heard? That's what's going on in the song. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now, uh, um, what we're talking about is the validity of Afro-Asiatic. And we talked about some of the African scholars who says that the correct, the the mass comparison, going against the mass comparison method. And then yeah. I'm talking about the um, the Europeans like E-Heart and all the rest of them who updated Afro-Asiatic and also say that there's issues with it. Um, I was just pointing out that you have African scholars who say this shit is not done correctly. The right methods wasn't used. Then you have the Europeans on the other side who said, no, we do acknowledge these issues. Um, we can say it's a phylum, but um, we are accepting it. So yeah. that that that's what's going on. And then I had this conversation with you before. Then it goes to go back to stating that Yo, these are the people who run shit. Yeah. And if they say that this is in the books or whatever you look at, Afro-Asiatic is accepted. The Africans shit is, the Africans mm -hmm. is not. They like, yo, y'all stay over there. Write your little books in the corner. Yeah, this is, um, I heard someone reading, I think it's Brother Chavez, uh, reading from my book, Aluja, Volume 2. And I cite nothing but European scholars because, you know, when black people say stuff, black people don't believe them. <laughs> and so it's only when white people say something about what black people say, then people start taking it serious. And so I made sure that I only cited European scholars who are talking about the methodology of Greenberg and how it's just not accepted anywhere around the world, except for this group of uh, fringe scholars that just happen to be the most popular we're dealing with African languages. And so like, I, I heard you or I saw you reading from Demondal. Uh, and Demondal, yeah, Demondal explains that argument right there. And he's one who accepts the classifications, but recognizes that it is it is faulty, and so yep. what 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 um what, which is problematic on on a lot of things. But I, I want to cite something in which he states in a text called uh, "Aerial Diffusion and Genetic Inheritance: Problems in Comparative Linguistics." And so this is edited by Alexandra Ockenwald and R.M.W. Dixon, who was mentioned earlier. And this, this publication was in 2001. And so you have Demondal stating he, he has an article in there titled Aerial Diffusion versus Genetic Inheritance, an African Perspective. And, and he's talking about Niger Congo, for, for example. Now, he, I, I quote him directly, he states, apart from Greenberg's 1963 list, an extensive list of likely lexical cognates with a widespread distribution across Niger-Congo has been presented by Muka Rovalski, 1976, page seven, or 1976 and 1977, who also makes some preliminary attempts at reconstruction of protoforms. And I bold this 
by the criteria of regular sound correspondences among these languages and the reconstruction of protoforms, Niger-Congo is not a proven genetic unit. Nevertheless, considerable historical comparative work using classical neo-grammarian methods of regular sound correspondences as well as grammatical comparison has been carried out over the past decades, mostly prominently in scholarly work of John Stewart. In, this, in his historical comparative work, Stewart has concentrated on Volta Congo. And so you have this individual here who recognizes, because the same issue with Niger Congo is the same with Nilo Saharan, is the same with uh, Berber, not Berber, um, Khoisan, and um, the same with Niger, did I say Niger Congo or Afro Asiatic? Yeah, you want to talk about what is it? Um, Koda, how you say it? Kordofanian? Niger Kordofanian. Well, that's kind of a super, super group, Niger Kordofanian. So it's, it's mixing, um, kind of, well, no, not really. That's 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 basically Niger Congo. When they say Nilo Saharan, that's kind of the combination of Niger Congo and Nilo Saharan. So, and 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 I made sure that I quote all of this stuff because we got to understand that I made sure that you know I I I, I cited several different texts that tell you that the way that you establish relationships in historical comparative linguistics in terms of language families is that you use the comparative method. That's the scientific method for linguistics. Anything outside of that, it's, it's, it's trash. And, and this, is, this is the standard in linguistics. So now you have a linguist who, who uses Afro-Asiatic and Niger-Congo, et cetera, et cetera, admitting that the comparative method was never used in, in this particular quotation, Niger-Congo. But it's the same thing for Afro-Asiatic and all of Greensburg's groups. Because all of Greensburg's group use the mass comparative method. And I, and I heard uh, Brother Rob Bourne earlier say, you know, he doesn't see, understand how people can be using the same method and come to different conclusions. They're not using the same method. You have the African scholars are using the standard historical comparative method. The others, these other white boys, are using Greenberg's mass comparison. And I heard Chavez citing R.M.W. Dixon, who was actually citing someone else, talking about Greenberg's method is on par with astrology. So is how we go around calling people who believe in crystals and, and you know, uh, uh, astrology, pseudo and all of that. That's what the dentists, that's what the linguists are saying about Greenberg. Right. So what about Christopher <laughs> Eric? So is he a French? He's, he's a French linguistic? He's French? He's the same. If he's using the, the mass comparative method. It is, it is fringe, it is pseudo, and, and this is why. We, we have to go back to the basic principles of science. The reason why the scientific method is so successful 
is because it is a methodology, it is a process that eliminates chance mm -hmm. as an explanation for the so-called phenomena or similarities and phenomena that you see. Because with the, our human mind wants to believe that there's a connection to everything. And that what, what comes to mind in our first mind is right and exact. Well, the scientific method blows that out of the way and shows you like, nope, that's not a representation of reality. So what did Christopher Era? What did Christopher Eric use? Because I also saw you use Christopher Eric Eric to talk about Semitic <laughs> people being black, etc., and all that. So I'm I can, to, I it, can, it, I it, can. It, 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 I don't want to cut your wisdom, but here's the issue I'm having: the people you call them fringes, these are doctors. These dudes is like they've been doing this. It so don't matter. Deep pop chakra is a doctor. Yeah, I get you. This the this is the whole what's confusion. If you use Google or whatever you look at, you put Afro Asiatic, these people names going, it's not gonna say that yo, this whole shit is French. You're not gonna find that. It doesn't matter if you don't find it. See, here's, okay. here's the thing. You gotta the break thing. that down to me. Break that down. It, <laughs> it's like this. Atlantic. It's like this. Hold on. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm, 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 listen, I'm, I'm, listen. Hold on, hold on. I'm, 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 Let me give I'm you an example. Let me give you an example. All right, hold on. So I want to make sure I'm clear. If we look at Atlantis right now. And we put Atlantis in it, it's gonna tell you that shit is a myth, Plato, whatever, whatever. Ain't no this ain't no some scientist saying this is correct. That's not happening, bro. Where Afro Asiatic, these are doctors saying that. Some are saying no, some are saying yeah. That's what I mean. Let me mute now. Go ahead. Okay. So what is going on here is let's say we see Brother Unc West in his house, chilling in the background, right? So me, Brother Chavez, Brother Robborn, we come and invade Unk's house and just decide that we just going to live in Unk's house and, and claim that is that is ours. No matter what we do, just because we bring a TV in, you know, Brother Chavez throws a rug on the floor, it's not our house. No matter, and, if, and we all on the internet, we taking video, we partying in an Unk's house. It's not our house. No matter what, no matter what um, we say, we can never prove that this is our house because we just happen to um, come to Unk's house and never leave. And this is you know, analogous to the situation here with, with Afro-Asiatic and Niger-Congo and Khoisan. All the linguists around the world do not recognize afro none of that stuff, because of the, the setup of the poor methodology. This is why... I don't know about uh, that, Asar. That makes a Hold on. This is, this, is why, like, this is why... Just let him on. Come on, come on, Rob. Let him finish. No, I'm not cutting them off. I'm just saying it's like I understand what he's Listen, saying. listen, listen. Right, the go. reason why it appears that way to you is because you are a lay person. You don't wake up in the morning and go through 20 linguistic books a day 
trying to answer questions about linguistics. That's not your stick. So when you are looking for something, you go to Google first. And so you don't have these stacks of books and know the arguments and things in the field. Oh, really? Okay. You said you just said, okay. You know. I have the books. Okay. So. Okay. So. <laughs> so you, you just said that. So remember, you yes. said that I don't have the books. So I'm did you? Okay. I, I put it. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Listen. Hold on, listen. listen Rob Bourne. Rob Bourne. Hold on. Rob Bourne. Rob Bourne. Did you read? Listen. 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 Rob Bourne. Rob Bourne. Did you? Hold on. Listen. 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 Rob Bourne. Listen. Rob Bourne. Did you read from Demondal what I just cited from Demondal telling you that? Niger Congo is not a genetic unit. From Demidov? From Demidov himself. The guy that you just quoted. Yes, I read it before you got on here, bro. No, no, no. You read a his book. You didn't read his article in another oh. book saying... Okay, now you're talking about that article. I'm telling you what I read before. You said you didn't watch this, so now I don't know... No, I, I, when I got on, I told you I watched you when you cited Demondal. That's why I went back and quoted Demondal. Right, but I came on two times because what's-his-name came after me. So you didn't see the whole thing. What I what I did was show that Demondal actually said similar the same thing you said. He's like, yo, we have issues with this. And this is the reason why we have yeah. issues with it. I mean, so on the screen right now, I have these current issues of linguistics and theory. I have the typological studies in language. I have shade, errand, the Afro-Asiatic languages. I have all of these different things that deal with this, what you're saying. And I have more that's in something else. So I didn't yeah. read the whole book. I'm trying to understand the argument. So I I'm understand. Looking at so listen. no, you just said that I don't have anything about none of that. Listen, listen to what I'm saying here. You don't do linguistics. No, I don't. No, I don't. Okay, so by your admission. So that's why when you made the comment, I don't see how they are using the same. They're not using the same methodology. If you were doing linguistics, you would know that right off the bat that they're not using. This is why they come up with these two different conclusions. You have people who are using the historical comparative method and coming up with a totally different thing based on scientific methods, and then you have people using pseudo methods and coming up with something different. Okay, so what is the method? What, what is the method that they use, though? What is the method that they use? The methods that who's, they use. Who, which, which people are you talking about? Christopher Aaron. Christopher Aaron uses the, the mass comparative method. Is that method hold on, listen, listen. It is yeah. pseudo. So when we, when the first okay. thing that the Amin Ra squad always get on people about is about right. what's our other favorite word besides pseudo? I don't know. When, oh, let's go to the Omex. When people do the Omex, what's the word we use? Lookership. 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 That's what mass comparative method is. It is lookership. <laughs> Right, but let me ask a question though, Asar, because I'm trying to figure I'm trying to get like so like the question I asked before, do you um like as far as like have you looked into the Berber language? Do you do you do you see a connection between Berber language and Egypt? Do you do you separate the two? I, I separate the two. It is clear that 
Egyptian and um, Berber are not closely related. And, you know, this is work that you can do yourself if you know how to do it. It's mathematics. You know, it is not mathematics in the nation of Islam sense where they think everything is mathematics. No, this is literally mathematics. You have to work out the problem. And, and, and this is what a lot of people don't do. And the thing is, is, so there's many different things that you have to consider when you're having these discussions because Berber languages have been in close proximity to the ancient Egyptian language and or languages, and they've been interacting with each other Languages borrow from each other all the time. And so this is why you have the historical comparative method so that you can distinguish between aerial groupings and diffusion. So we have a, 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 a concept called conversion. Mm-hmm. And, and when, when, when groups of people live that, that speak different languages and things of that nature live in close proximity and interact over the years for thousands of years, they start borrowing pronouns, conjugation of verbs, vocabulary, et cetera, et cetera. And so on the surface, it would appear like, oh, this seems, these languages seem to be related. Then you come to find out that is not the case, that so-and-so borrowed this in these grammatical features or these language or uh, these vocabulary from from this group and so the one of the the uh big examples that i give in my book is the english language and french english more than half of its vocabulary is from other languages and a lot of the words you think are english words are not english words we're just ghettofying in the way that white people ghettofy French words. Because the French invaded the UK. And French was the language of prestige. It was the language of government and it was the language of education. So if you wanted to come up in life, you had to learn French. And so this is how all these French words came into English. Now, we were using Greenberg's mass comparison method. We would say that English and French are closely related. And that's not the case. English just borrowed a whole bunch from French. And they're, even though they are ultimately related in terms of being two branches of the Indo-European language phylum, they are not closely related. And so this is why you have to go through those meticulous steps in the comparative method so that you won't be uh, using borrowed words in trying to make genetic arguments. So remember, in linguistics, we borrow a lot of terms from biology. And so when we think of language families, we're saying that these are we use the term genetically related. And we, we assume that there is a proto-language for which dialects formed and over time as the people began to migrate and spread out that um, they became unintelligible to each other 
and known as different, and now we consider them different languages. And so we, we don't have evidence or any writing of the proto-language, and so we have to, we have to do, use a method for which we can logically deduct what the proto-language was like. And that's what the, where the comparative method comes in. So we can, we can detect what aspects of the daughter languages were inherited from the parent language. And, and, and when we talk about these relationships, we talk about them being genetic units. Right. So, so that's why you, when I okay, let me okay. let me finish this. So that's right. why when I cite Demendahl here, when he says by the criteria of regular sound correspondences among the languages and the reconstruction of protoforms, Niger Congo is not a proven genetic unit because they never use the historical comparative method to come up with the concept of Niger Congo, neither Afroasiatic or Nilo-Saharan or Khoisan. These are typological groupings. They're not genetic. And the reason why this conversation is so important is, one, just because of just science in general. And so in science, we just want to be correct and, and, and make sure that the work that we're doing reflects reality as best as possible. So that's, that's one aspect of the conversation. The other aspect of the conversation is the relationship of of ancient Egyptian to other African languages. When the scholars start using the standard historical comparative method, we're finding these genetic relationships between languages that, that Greenberg and his camp tried to argue were not related. And this is the basis of the debates and the arguments. It is just the, 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 the issue is, is that when Greenberg was coming up, um, there still was no genetic groupings of African languages in the, in the 50s and stuff to this nature outside of um, this other one cat. Uh, oh, I forgot his name. It's Western something, Western Mun. Um, but there was no there was no groupings then. So he just happened to come up in a time where they were trying to work this stuff out and they haven't applied the comparative method to African languages because they believe that you couldn't use the comparative method on African languages because there was no writing. That was the argument back then. So that's why Greenberg and them was using the mass comparative method because they believed that you couldn't apply the, the comparative method to African languages. The problem with that is they never tried. You don't find one publication with, with Christopher Eric, Greenberg, anybody, Demondahl, um, none of them actually using the comparative method to, to establish relationships. And even when, when Demondahl was uh, citing Stewart, if you read Stewart's paper, he doesn't do um, the comparative method either. When he was uh, reconstructing his uh, Volta Congo, uh, where he was comparing Akan, Yoruba, and Bantu and stuff like this, he was doing what Christopher Eret did. He was comparing proto-reconstructions to other proto-reconstructions. 
The problem with this methodology is in science, you only deal with stuff that exists. So the way that, for example, Stuart and Christopher Eric did it would be equivalent to us trying to have an argument. We're comparing the Easter Bunny to Santa Claus to Jesus the Christ. And we're trying to reconstruct the history based on these three fictional mythological characters. You have to you have to base your comparison on what is real, not on a, a reconstruction. A reconstruction is a, a is supposed to be a logical deduction after you have done the work, but they never do the work. And this is what's problematic. And so for, for a lay person, you know, this is this is there's a lot of literature you have to read. And remember, like my teachers when I was in college were 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 PhD students and and graduates under Christopher Eric. So I came in under, and if you read some of my earliest, earliest works, it is using that methodology. And like, you know, like you, you'll find an interview on my, my channel, an old one over uh, another one of my teachers, which is GJK Campbell Dunn. And he's a big mass comparative method using purpose. That's what I used. But once I started learning the, the historical comparative method and the reason and the logic behind it and started doing the work myself, everything changed. But I had to go through a lot of this is why I put all of this stuff in in my book. So a lot of people don't have to have to fish for this information. I give you plenty of stuff to work with. And then you can go from there and look for other work. And, that, and that's not all. I didn't even put all of what I could have put in in there because it's just been overkill. You can tell. You can tell. A lot of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so this is this is what I wanted to ask, right? So isn't a proto language a hypothesis? No, a proto language is not a hypothesis. A hypothesis is a question that you ask and you provide a possible answer before you do the experiment. How do you do the experiment mm -hmm. and then come up with a hypothesis? That's not how science works. I didn't. I didn't say that. that. I'm saying. No, listen. You, I, I'm. Yeah, I'm I, answering I your you, question. All right, fam. Hold on, son. Like you've been going for for a long time. My whole thing was this, right? So I'm gonna share this, and then I'm, I'm gonna be quiet. Ask the question, though. You asked him a good question. Let me just. Yeah, to... and, and, yeah, and, and I mean, but I, you didn't let me finish the answer. So you're yeah, gonna go bad. off and tell me why you you did it, but you didn't get the answer. <laughs> okay, bro. Check it out. Right. This is what I'm saying. And I don't know where everybody live, where, where everybody at, or everybody live at, or how you research. I don't know. So I just want to get this clear. So it's in my brain, or what you just told us right now. When I go look up Britannica or any other scientific place, this is what I see, and this is what everybody else will see. Afro-Asiatic languages. So you're telling us right now that the university professor of Emeritus, chairman of African Studies Institute of African Studies. University of Lisbon and Lisbon, that these dudes are are saying that this language, phylum or classification is pseudo, is garbage, 
and these people don't know what they're talking about. They just put this shit online. It's in the historical botanical with all these different things here. Why don't I see this? If I look up the land of Mu, it's going to tell me pseudoscience. If I look up any ancient Lumeria, it's not going to be a debate. It's going to tell me that it's God. You told us that this shit is straight pseudo. So if you do that, and I'm, I, I understand you looked at specific people that have a different ideology or how they do it, but to say that, yo, that whole language fighting is pseudo, that's not universally accepted of what you're saying. Hey, hey Rob, boom. Hold on, hold on, Saul. Let me say this real quick, real fast. Hey, hey y'all ever really, really analyzed that they did enslave and, and colonize the damn continent. They didn't even let niggas uh, actually participate in, you know, a healthy discussion around goddamn linguistics because we was just trying to fight for our lives and get our countries back. We never really got a chance to give our aspect of it. So the reason I don't respect none of that Right, and I love sources. For one thing, stays on my mind. How the hell can I respect a field where you haven't even allowed? Now we're getting into it, where we haven't got a chance to pitch our own God, our own languages. No Roman, no Greek, no European is gonna let you come to their motherfucking thing and call that shit some booty 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 boo. They gonna say what? Facts. We want to participate, right? And our and our own agency. So right now, what we're seeing right in front of our eyes, we can't handle the truth. We can't handle African agency. Let that mm. man do what he do. I, I, because watch, I be in the back circles. The fucking white boys don't want it, bro. They be sitting around an issue. They be acting like it. I never get a soft to me in this group, right? I'm like, oh, interesting. The white boys thought they was tight. Dude, these niggas <laughs> was cracking jokes. I was like, really? I swear to goodness, yo, it fucked my head up, yo. Asal won't tell you, yo, I seen some niggas just supposed to be on a game, some white boys. Dude, they not even they not even ready. They so stuck on what they applied to Africa that they can't fuck with what we got to bring about Africa. And that's the one piece to keep me saying, I don't give a fuck about Britannica. None of them doctors, none of them, man. Let the African... Put his goddamn hat in the ring and then let's fight it out. I, we definitely I agree. I agree with you 100%. I'm just saying this is why it's confusion and it's a problem. So, with that same thing that you're saying, confusion, not, not, how is that confusion, all right, I, I'm gonna show you why. Botanica ain't using I, no African sources, they are ignoring. Um, I, I just they I don't just, even okay. know the African language to say where it belongs okay, to. Okay, I got okay. you, my brother. I, I bear witness to what you just said. Now check it out. With that same philosophy, yo, how can you, you judge you, the African language or the European I, language? That's can, crazy, can though. You gotta I, use can African can languages, I, bro. Can I can I get this out? Can I, can I get this out? I'm saying the same thing you're saying, bro. Now you use science all the time. Science has shown, according to you, that science debunk racism. Science has forced to been able to remove racism from out of the question. You teach this. Science now teaches that the original man is the black man based off of genetics. You teach that. So if they using a scientific method that now erases that the white man been around the planet and that you did all of this stuff, science says that's bullshit. And we using the same sources. You use Britannica. I seen you use it. You use the encyclopedias that's using scientific articles. So now we looking at the same places that's using the scientific articles, and they not all saying that Afro-Asiatic is not accepted. Isn't that a problem? That's all I'm saying, bro. Listen, listen, and, and please don't cut me off. 
I'm not going to cut you off, bro. I'm not going to cut you off, bro. This is, and I have to explain this a lot. Some sciences, some things in science, a lay person can verify for themselves. Other things is, is not so easy. If, if you want to, for example, prove the Higgs boson exists, you're going to need you a couple hundred billion dollar large hadron collider. That's out the budget for a lot of us, a lot of countries in general. You know, it's, it's going to take a different process to, to prove the, the, the Higgs boson. With linguistics, it's not a case where you need millions of dollars, billions of dollars in a large hadron collider to confirm or disconfirm these arguments. You just have to learn the skill in order to verify it. You can do the experiments yourself. And so I was at this point a long, long time ago where I'm looking at Obinga, for example, make this argument, and then you have Christopher Eric over here making another argument. They're both PhDs. They both are recognized around the world for being linguists. Even both of them, although both of them got their degrees in other areas. Um, both of them actually in history, uh, but I think the PhD for Obinga is in philosophy. But Christopher Eric's degrees are in history. They both use linguistics as a tool in their historical analysis. That's neither here nor there. But the world recognizes them as linguists. And they have these opposite views. When you have two qualified people or two groups of all qualified people saying something opposite and different, there's no way that you can just try to solve the problem by simply quoting one another. Because you violate a principle of logic, and that is appeal to authority. At some point, if you are really serious and you are concerned about the nature of the question, you yourself have to get qualified and jump into the ring yourself and do your own experiments. I got you, my brother. only, I said, please don't interrupt me. I said, I got you. I just okay. said, I got you, man. Oh, okay. You. you know, because you... I know you, you in teacher moment. You long-winded, though. I got you. Hey, right. hey, you, you interrupted <laughs> winded. That's, that's, that's what you... Yeah. So, so, so when, when, when you learn the, the skills in the field and you start doing the work yourself, this is the only way that you can solve the problem and you, you can find out if... You, you lean more to one side or the other or something completely different. And linguistics is a skill set that anyone can learn. You don't need a large hadron collider. You don't need a lab unless you're trying to do some phonetic work and you're trying to determine where people's tongues are in in terms of place of articulation you'll need some equipment for that that's physics that's another 
uh, aspect in terms of phonology that you would need some equipment. But in, in the modern age, enough languages have been described. All you have to do is purchase the books, go through the exercises, learn how to do it, and then you do your own experiments. You, you, you present them to the public and, 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 and people in your field and get feedback and stuff to this nature, and you join the fight. And so if, if you're coming against conflicting information, you are never going to solve it simply looking online and saying, well, he says this and he says that. If you are serious about this question, then you have to do the work yourself. And once I was able to do the work myself, it was clear that the arguments against Greenberg and his methodology were legit. And what people don't really recognize is that people who even use the term Afroasiatic and things of that nature, like Demondal, who I quoted earlier, they recognize that these are not genetic units. They're aerotypological. And so there's, there's a whole, that, that means a lot in, in this discussion. And so it's, there's just nothing really else to say beyond that until you learn for yourself the skill set to be able to verify how do you know Christopher Eric's telling the truth? How do you know Obinga's telling the truth? Unless you have the skill set to verify, you know, you're just, you're being religious. You're going off of faith. I got you. So does that apply across all boards of science? If yes. I anything on science, okay, so in order for Ankh to talk about evolution, he now has to go in the lab and perform these studies. If you want to talk about it, biology or DNA, you now have to listen to what he just said, y'all. No. no, no, let me finish. No, let me let me repeat what I said because you're going in a direction from which something. No, I didn't bro, say. I asked the question and you said yes. Listen, no listen. I said, oh, and I was God. clear on this, Raborn. Oh, if you yourself are oh. faced with two people or two groups of people who are equally qualified on two ends of an argument. At that point, in order for you to get clarity, you yourself have to get involved and in, in, in learn the discipline in things. Unc is not on, he's not, he's not um, on, he, he's not confused. He's not on the fence because you have a group of people over here saying, you know, one thing about evolution and another group of people over here saying. He's, no, not, he's doing he's the not same fit. thing that all lay people do. We look at both sides of the argument to see what's going on. And that's what I'm doing. I'm looking at what the, because that's not my field. We are late exactly. people. Hold on, let me finish, brother. That's why I asked you did what you just said, that you have to go in order to understand when you have conflicting uh, PhDs or the scholars in said subject. If there's an issue and one person is saying one thing and another person is saying another thing, you're saying that you have to go in there and do the work. Therefore, nobody should be on this line talking about DNA or none of that because ain't none of these dudes in the lab, ain't none of them doing no experiment. That's what I'm getting. Rob Warren, I must say this again, and I, and I know you're a very intelligent brother. <laughs> you know, and 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 I know you understood exactly what I said, Rob Warren. 
I'm 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 not going I'm not going to go there with you tonight. Okay, man. Because okay. <laughs> I was very clear on what I said. Listen, man, my name should be a star. I am the resurrector. I resurrect the linguistics. I can resurrect Egypt. I'm the one, son. So you uh, you got to give me that name now. <laughs> you gotta give what you need. No, I'm gonna put you there with uh, young Pharaoh. I'm gonna put Rob. Oh, no, nah, you, you, you can't put me and Rob on Pharaoh. That's what I'm gonna uh, name. <laughs> nah, man, wait. So, so since you saying you in the same place as I was in the beginning when you first, you like, yo, damn, why is these people saying this? I'm in school for this, and I'm reading these advocates, and they, yo, what the hell? So you said, yo, you know what? Let me learn this and see what the hell is going on. So that's how you came up with your understanding. I don't have a yeah, but I had, I had, but what, what I'm trying to get you to understand is that I had a vested interest right, 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 in right. learning and, and coming to this conclusion because I'm right. dealing with African history and things. And so right. I, I'm, I'm compelled. Now, there are, there are arguments in physics that are interesting to me, but I'm not compelled. I'm not going to go and, and become an astrophysicist just so I can find an answer to something. That I'm not compelled to do that at this okay. moment, you know, and that's what I'm saying. So if, if that's that's why I qualified it with if you have a vested interest, if if you really got to get to the bottom of this, you can't sleep. That your your it's it's affecting your erections and 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 your time with your woman because you're just thinking about is Afroasiatic a legitimate language family or not? Then you need to go and take the time and study the field and start doing your own experiments. So that's yeah, all I'm saying. You, I get to because I'm more of an autodidact historian, right? So if I'm reading about West Africa and when I first heard about it, all I knew was that Muslims came there and the Muslims helped found the Ghana Empire. So I was like, okay, so Islam is a real great thing. I'm a 5% that lines up with this. And I said, hold on, let me go back a little deeper. So I started going into the trenches just started looking at all of the historical, not all of them, but the primaries. So what do I do? I got to go to the primary. What's the earliest records written about West Africa? And when I did that, I saw a whole different story. I said, these motherfuckers lied to me. So that's the, so if, I, if, if, if I'm not a, a, a linguistic, I'm doing the same thing. I'm like, okay, who's these people? Who's qualified? Who's this? Because my vested interest is the same as yours, African history and telling our story. Hey, you Rob, doing Bo, it from one point? Whoa, 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 whoa. There's another point. Please, and we please, all please. do it from there. Go ahead, please, bro. Please. Rob, Let's Let's do this. 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 let language right one point the second point uh is it better to try to understand egyptian language through african languages or understand egyptian languages to some afro-asiatic middle east and moving out in that direction which is two questions two questions Go okay ahead. um again for me afro-asiatic is a is an aerial grouping and there are some typologically shared features between some of the languages that exist uh, that they have classified as Afroasiatic. 
And, but again, typology cannot be used in the genetic classification. So um, it is not a, it is not a, uh, a genetic unit grouping. And so for me, it doesn't really exist at all because they didn't go through any process to verify it. And your second question was, is it better to use African languages to understand Egyptian? Yes. Well, well, I would word it a little differently because ancient Egyptian is already understood as an African language. Um, They just argued me down for three hours about the Egyptians wasn't black. Speaking of black language, using oh black goodness. forks and spoons and using all kind of just African culture, but they're not African. That shit was funny. But go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. So, you know, the, the issues, at least the early issues that we were fighting, which some people are still trying to, uh, and, and, and this is just a mention off topic. There was a recent genetic study done on Tudak Amin that was published in, a, in, in this book that just came out in, in the late part of 2020. Yeah. And, and they're trying to argue that, uh, again, trying to make it seem as if the, the people coming from uh, the Middle East and Eurasia are the ones who invaded and created ancient Egypt. And so we've been fighting this since, you know, the discovery uh, in the decipherment of the ancient Egyptian language. And the, again, there's, there's, there's a slight political aspect to this that is undeniable, but then there's just a pure scientific aspect of this mm-hmm. in terms of being able to group the language. And so first and foremost, when you're trying to understand Egyptian, you need to understand it on its own first and foremost, whether it's an African language or not. You understand the language itself under its own merits. But we understand that human groups is human beings who speak languages. Languages don't exist on their own. And so human beings, especially at this age, you know, if we're talking in three to 4,000 BCE, by this time in human evolution, they, we know that human groups belong to a larger group of people. So now we're asking the question, well, how do we classify this language? What group of people do, did these speakers belong to? And so that brings in the other uh, aspects of this conversation in terms of using the, the African languages to, to establish the uh, relationship, the genetic relationship with the proposed parent language that gave birth to ancient Egypt. Now, this is one of the reasons why, you know, and I think I heard Rob Bourne speaking about this when I first uh, came into the, the call, and that is the issue of, you know, the hymetic hypothesis. And when it was trying to say that the the, the Eurasians came in, and that's why they named it Hamido-Semitic as the language family, because they're they're arguing that Semitic and the the Hamites, you know, came from Eurasia, and then that the Africans 
are the ones who adopted the languages and that's why they have those related languages. But, but that's why Greenberg changed it from Hamido-Semitic to Afro-Asiatic in, in trying to emphasize the African origin and, um, and relationship in terms of the, the larger group of languages. Because the vast, even within the phylum, the vast majority of the the languages can uh, only be found in the continent of Africa, and and it was hard for them to to continue to make this argument because it was clear that Afro, excuse me, that the Semitic languages were the youngest. So how can you argue? And they don't even know what the Hamite. There's no. There was no Hamite language. Facts. You know, so it, it, it was a hypothetical mythological group of invaders who, who came and these African people adopted the yeah, language. Let's be, let's be specific and talk about the Bible. Let's yeah, yeah. Back. So, yeah, it's all of this, uh, you know, a lot of that shaped, you know, these discussions. And so this is when Christopher Eret, he, he later changed it to Afrasan, you know, and 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 whatnot. It's gone through a, a, so, a number of different labels. So where let me ask do you question, Rob, if you go again yeah. and you just get back okay, in there. I want to know, like, um, in terms of some of the other, like, uh, like the Chadic and Cushitic, do you or do you find problems with other ones? Do you feel like okay, this should go in the African? That's that. That's he said the whole thing is trash because it's six, <laughs> so it's you, six, it's six languages. It's all so trash. It's like, all garbage. Okay, so you feel like we should? They should. It's time to break it down and then just start from scratch again and then and then reassemble. That's what you're saying. Exactly. You start. That's that's why I gravitated to Mboli's work. Him understanding the issues with um, the the methodologies that established these language phylums in the first place. He's like, what nobody has done is use the comparative method from scratch and and built from there so that's exactly what he does he ignores all of the language phylums and so what you got to understand is this as well we're using these terms but we're not kind of defining them and so remember what i said earlier in the conversation that linguistics borrows a lot of terminology from biology and we should understand that these terms that we borrow are only used analogously. They're not based in reality. But there's, we use them as kind of metaphors to really kind of convey to the general public what exactly we mean. And so on, you have, of course, at the bottom, individual languages, right? Then the next level up, you recognize that there are dialects of a single language. And we determine, you know, the general consensus for determining a dialect versus a language is the mutual intelligibility between the dialects. If I can understand you, it's, it's just a, it's, but y'all speak different. Like if, if people from New York go to New Orleans and hear people talk, you can understand them, but you know that they speak different. And I'm, I'm pretty sure New Yorkers speak differently to people in New Orleans. But they're still just dialects 
of the United States or uh, North American English. When, when you're not able to understand if, if, if somebody starts speaking Spanish and then, of course, you over here speaking German, y'all can't understand each other. It's clear that these are different languages. And so now we ask the question, well, even though these languages are not intelligible to each other, are they still related? And then that's when you use the, the historical comparative method to go to that, to establish that next level, which is called a family. Now, from that family, well, we know that, you know, human beings have been here for quite a long time. And there must be a bigger group that encompasses the smaller families. And so this is where the hypothesis of the phylums exist. So that's why when you talk about Afroasiatic, for example, Afroasiatic consists of five or six families. Berber, Chadic, Cushitic, Ancient Egyptian, and Omedic. Some some people consider Omotic its its own branch, you know, when others consider it part of Cushitic. That's a that's a long-standing debate. But those are separate families unto themselves. So when you when you when you speak about Afroasiatic, this is a super group of language families. So they're trying to make the argument that these language families are are put into a bigger umbrella, which we call Afroasiatic. And then you have another layer over that, and you have people arguing for Nostratic. And that this the Nostratic is a super, super phylum, which encompasses Indo-European, Dravidian, Afroasiatic, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. It's just these bigger groups. And so when you look at, for example, when you're classifying species in biology, they, they do it on the individual level, then family, then up some more, you have phylum, et cetera, et cetera. So we're borrowing these terms. So this is what you got to understand when we're having this conversation. So what happens is, what happens is there is this assumption that because you have, and an, let's assume for the sake of argument that Niger-Congo and Afro-Asiatic are valid constructs, that because these represent these super phylums, that there's not going to be any noticeable relationship between the languages that fall in the phylum or under the phylum between each other. So the, if there should not, by assumption, not by experience, but assumption that a language in Afroasiatic is not going to show regular sound meaning correspondences to a language in Niger-Congo. So this is why it's confusing when you actually do the work, say, for example, Shekhanta Diop with Egyptian and Wolof. You're not supposed to find any regular sound meaning correspondences between these languages because allegedly they belong to two different phylums, two different superphylums. 
But when right. we do, that's when you have to question. So this is the thing about science. You, you can have a, a thought or, or a, a theory about something, but when you start doing the actual work and the evidence contradicts that, you have to adjust. But that's the, 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 the Africanist linguists, they don't do that. They still try to, to, to hold on to old ideas, even though the evidence doesn't support those ideas. Right, so check it out. So when we look at, what's his name? Munson, E. Hart, I'm only going to deal with that because that's what I can remember. <laughs> Where do they say is the origin of Afro-Asiatic? Proto. Afro-Asiatic. Where, where is Ehart and Munson saying what, the origin of Afro-Asiatic? Um, I'm not sure. You would have to, there's different proposals and a good, a good book to read with the, with the, uh, a label of, I mean, that, that articulates the number of these proposals is Martin Bernal's Black Athena Volume ah, 3. You know, like, like at the beginning of the book, you see these different proposals, because some people put it the origin of Afro-Asiatic in Asia, and then right. a lot of people put it in Africa, but even within yeah, Africa, yeah. some people right. argue that it was either in the Sudan, in, in ancient Egypt, or others, it's in Ethiopia, Eritrea, in that area. So there's debate right. on so, that. Right, so now, like, most people, or some of them, like Eric, that dude's saying it comes from Africa, the other dude is saying it comes from the Sahara. The Munson dude is saying it comes from the Central now, whatever that is, if I remember. But they're saying that this this is what it's moved to. Like, yo, this shit did not start in Asia. It started in Africa, and it started at these specific points. But they got that word Asiatic on it. But they're saying that, yo, this shit started in Africa. It's just named Afro-Asiatic. So when they yeah, it's, it's that, just like Indo-European. It's not. It's not meant to argue where the origin of the phylum is from. They're just saying they, the 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 way that they word it is just to 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 let you know to the extent where you can find these languages. So you have it on the Indian subcontinent, and then of course on the European continent. That's why it's called Indo-European. Because right. you, 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 the, the language is spread out. So it's That's the same true. thing with Afro-Asiatic. It's Africa and Asia, right. you know, because that's where you find the extremities, you know. Uh, and, and this is, of course, before modern, you know, colonialism and boat building and, you know, uh, Europeans spreading their language across the world into Australia and stuff like that. I just like want that. the record to reflect that our saw says he's the Afro-Asiatic black man. God damn it. <laughs> I want the record to reflect. <laughs> this is this is why I'm calling you young, <laughs> young Robborn Pharaoh. <laughs> <laughs> this makeup arguments on the spot, right there with that alien, that alien mummy. Real quick, Asaf, you, yeah. you used uh, Black Athena's uh, simply to show that, uh, of course, that in the front of the book, mm -hmm. um, it actually shows, uh, it not only shows uh, different places where Afro-Asiatic is 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 placed by different uh, 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 linguists, but it also shows the map on the wavy line pottery and all that. So I'm saying Black Athena, the three volume set is an excellent uh, work. It just is. I mean, 
And you know, is it, I think people should, most people don't even read the goddamn works. So it's not it's not supporting your particular argument on uh, uh, the language at all. It's it's simply showing you that it, the, the consensus is all over the damn place. Different people have, just like with the uh, Egypt. He mm -hmm. also has a uh, you know with, with different Egyptologists have different dating. Yeah. There's a reason for this because they 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 just don't. If they don't know. They don't have it. Yeah, that's what it is. Exactly. It's not there like that. People think it is. Different languages do different things, and and, and you just got to throw your name to the list, and you got your shit different. And don't nobody say shit about them. That with you and Emboli and them put the shit different. All of a sudden, y'all out y'all mind y'all pseudos. Damn with that. But hold on, hold on. That same book, I don't know how far he's read into the book, and I'm talking about the what? book that uh, Rob Bourne was showing earlier um, from Demondal. Demondal argues in that very text that there are 22 different African language families. Right. And, and so when you go to page, what page was this? Actually, it says 23. I think it's 328. I go pull it up. You, you, I, I can pull it up so the people can see it if you want me to. Yeah, I yeah. Black, I got Black Athena on the screen right now. You know, I got all this lined up, baby. Afro-Asiatic <laughs> is here. This is the conclusion, though, of that chapter on Afro-Asiatic. Black Athena is on the screen. It says, the great majority of the scholars who have considered the issue agree that Afro-Asiatic originated somewhere in northeastern Africa. They also agree that in part of Nordstratic uh, North and related to Euro-Asiatic, either as a daughter or a sister. The best way to explain this ambiguity is to see Afro-Asiatic as the southernmost branch of Nordstratic. Nor Especially what they're saying from this, from what I get, is that this originated in Africa, all these other things is daughters or sisters or whatever or that. But that's what's on the screen right now if you want me to go to that. They say Euro Asiatic, boy. Yeah, they got all kind of weird names. They got, always stuff, throw man. the white people in it, man. I ain't trying that shit in the middle of the side. Them niggas would burn up. At that yeah. Time. yeah, the hell with that shit. Yo, you want me to pull up P twenty eight for you, um, soft on the screen? You can. You you can. Uh, it, it should. Hey, why uh, you pulling that up, bro? I got a question uh, for us all. Maybe you can answer anybody really. Yeah. So why did why the um why did they? Refuse to what? Well, omit African languages in the etymological dictionary. What was the purpose mm. of that? Like they use no African languages. Oh, uh, really? really? Which uh, which which etymological dictionary? Online, the online dictionary. Uh, or or I don't, I don't understand. Like I, I know the online etymological dictionary, but that's primarily English for English words. But there are etymological dictionaries for different languages across the world. But if you're talking about the the on the etymonline.com, they use they use strong for English. They use a banana. If you look up banana, they tell you if you look up banana on there, tell you it's an African word. Yeah, but 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 the word is is found in the English language. So even 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 though like a lot of those words you'll find are really like Latin and you know or whatnot or maybe Celtic or something to this nature, uh they're because they're in the English lexicon, they they that's why it's fuck wrong with you, bro. You trying to get knocked out, bro? Fuck wrong with you, my nigga. 
<laughs> Rob born and went from the, the streets. Not somebody out. Oh, we out. Rob born in the crib, chill. He out. He out in the pub. Yo, then went from linguistic armor. What the fuck wrong with you? <laughs> Yo, don't worry, y'all ain't here that scratch it. What what page it was? Three seventy eight or twenty eight? Name break. Yo, that's funny. What what page you saw? Three seventy eight. No, it was uh three. I'm gonna put it on the thing. Three twenty-eight. All right, okay. I got it right now. I'm about to put it up right now. So I'm on three twenty-eight right now. So let me mark that. Start. So now we are in sharing mode. Three twenty-eight is on there. So I see words at the top. It says uh. It's at the bottom. Those those twenty-two languages. Oh, right here. Says, those twenty-three um, languages. It says, it says African, African language families and linguistic isolates. Yeah, I'm blowing it up right now. So it got Afro, Asiatic, yeah. Central, Kozan, Dogon. I don't think I got to go through all of them, but yeah. yeah. What do you want to say about this? No, the the point I was making here, and and I cite this in my chapter nine as well, is that it, it's it's just like what um, Unc just said. When white people start categorizing and recategorizing, we never question. So the, the so-called consensus is that there's four language families in Africa. Well, Demondal comes and says, no, there's 23. And he lists the 23 language families in Iceland. So some of those are, are individual languages, like number eight, Hadza. That's an individual language. However, Dogon... Yeah, so what he's saying is that it's an isolate. But Dogon and Songhoi and, and Ubangian are a, a small group of languages. And so he even and breaks I, up... I'm sorry? Go ahead, my bad. I was going to say the same word, Cardiformian, but go ahead. Um, so, like, he breaks up Khoisan into Northern Khoisan and Southern Khoisan. And so, you know, some of these are individual languages, and he considers them isolates, and then... Um, others is just groupings. It's a language grouping, and so what I what the the point here is when when Africans do the same thing, we have a controversy. We having debates online about it, but we just automatically accept without qualification when when white people come into Africa and say no, these are related in this way, and we just believe them. This is problematic. I agree, and I guess that ties into. Let's do what you just talked about—the new study on um, on uh, uh, touch mummy. Mm -hmm. so we do have genetics that make us say who the oldest people on the planet is—the sand and the Hazda. Now we got new genetics talking about ghost population in West Africa, making the story more deeper for us, right? But mm -hmm. when they get to this DNA of these Egyptians, it's always some fuck shit. Yeah. So, but this is you, why. Do 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 I'm we sorry. put that? Do we put that same emphasis on genetics when it comes to that? Yes, this is why it's important. Because again, a, like you, like a person like you and I and Unc, we have a general interest in African culture and African history, right? And but there's some aspects, some questions, and things that require a specialization. And in order for you, if you feel that concern with it, you're going to have to join the fight and go through those, go through that training. 
And matter of fact, this is something that Shamar Kakita been telling me for years. Matter of fact, when I first met Shamar Kakita, it was at a conference in Atlanta, some like way back in 2010 and 2011. And, you know, it was, it was, it was, I was just sitting there in a circle with him, Dr. Maega, and um, I forgot who the other person was, but that is something that he would always stress. He's like, look, because he, he was telling me stories about how these white scientists would try to dismiss or sabotage the work of African um, historians and things of this nature. And he said the reason why they were able to do this is because they were the ones who had the degrees and the certificates in these areas and the Africans always had to rely on their seal of approval instead of going into the fields and becoming those people. That's why we don't have a whole bunch of geneticists, you know, dealing with African uh, uh, H&L Valley uh, genome studies. Because we have only a few people who are, who are qualified and who are even interested in the fight. And so when I, when I have conversations with uh, Dr. Shamar Kakata, he doesn't say this, but the implication is he's tired of being alone. Mm. And Dr. Shamar Kakata turned 66 this year. So he has more years behind him than he does ahead of him. So who's going to be his predecessor? And this is one of the reasons why we stress um, and we're trying to push science to our audience because we need more people who are scientists to get into this fight. And so we, we can no longer be satisfied with simply going on Sonetta and having debates with a bunch of uh, pseudo heads. We're going to need some people to go get the training and then whatever interest you get into that fight and you do that. It's the only way that we're going to be able to push these push these things forward because they're yeah, systematically yeah. trying to lock out. Well, and, and so what they'll try to do is if you don't have a degree in this, they'll just automatically dismiss you and not even look at the the evidence that you provide in your assessment that's how they do you but, but aren't you a part of black linguistic groups and can you give us some names of black linguistic groups that's having this discussion so we can be a breath most there are there are tons of black linguists out there but not many you can count on your hand how many are actually involved in genetic grouping and reconstruction there's not many at all Matter of fact, there's only two. It's Theophilo Binga and Jean-Claude Mboli. Every, right, so other linguist, oh, every other linguist is, okay, there's two aspects to, to linguistics for the most part, general aspects. You have synchronic linguistics, and then you have diachronic linguistics. The diachronic linguistics is involved in that reconstruction process outside of the very few africans that are involved in doing this this field of study is actually 
I ain't going to say dying, but it's not as popular as synchronic linguistics. Synchronic linguistics is the modern day languages. Everybody's involved in studying the modern day, trying to record is, is and that, do all of that kind of that, stuff. Is that because the languages are living as well as written by studying the oldest written languages? Well, again, if you're dealing with, you know, like written languages, you're more so concerned with what we call philology. You know, now you can use philology in diachronic linguistics because you're trying to answer, you know, how the languages have changed from the time that these written forms in these ancient times existed to now. But most linguists that you come across, they're not historical comparative linguistics. That's why even amongst white folks dealing with African languages, it's only a hand. You can count them on one hand who actually are involved in that process at all. There's only Stuart. There was Greenberg. There's Christopher Eric. And there's Orel um, and Stobova. Orel and Stobova. Those are the only ones. Everybody else for the most part, deals with modern languages and stuff. This is why they accept what has been done because this work, historical comparative linguistics takes a very long time and it takes a, a lot of resources. Matter of fact, when I, when I, emailed, when I emailed Christopher Eret way back in 2013 and, and I cite... And I, and I shared an email because uh, in, in my book, because this is this is dealing with the whole Allah thing in the, in the etymology of Allah. 1995 is when he published his reconstruction of Afroasiatic. Matter of fact, there's only been two uh, authors. Well, I should say three authors, but the second book is a co-author. So Orwell Stobova and Christopher Arid are the only two individuals who have attempted a reconstruction of Afroasiatic. No one has, has attempted a reconstruction on uh, Niger-Congo, but Christopher Arid, to my knowledge, is the only one who's attempted one on Nilo-Saharan as well. Now, the again, it's only a few people that do it because it takes so long most people won't won't even deal with it, you know, because it, it's almost it, it's it's the linguistic equivalent to putting together a large hadron collider. It takes so many resources to to do that in so many years, and so oh, I forgot. Uh, that's why I bring them up. So in the email, I had asked him about you know since um, he he never gave an etymology for Allah in his 1995 work on his reconstruction of Afroasiatic. So I asked him, did you, you know, since then find the root to what became Allah in Arabic and El and Hebrew and et cetera, um, in the language itself in Semitic and, and is it, does it exist in other Afroasiatic languages? I'm not trying to debate him and say Afroasiatic pseudo I'm going with Afroasiatic exists so I can get this answer. So he says that Allah does not exist outside of Semitic. 
that it was a Semitic invention, right? What we call an innovation in the language. And so, but is what he said after. He was like, you know, I'm, I, I'm going to do an updated version of my 1995 work. Remember, this was in 20, actually it was 2014. I sent the email in, at the, in November of 2013, but he replied in January of 2014. So he was saying that, you know, he, he's been working on more reconstructions and things of this nature that he hopes to come out within a number of years. But he has some. He has to do some other work that he was doing dealing with Cushitic, and so he said, "I should be done with the Cushitic in like another five years or so." So he can't even get back to the other, um, the other stuff because he has this other work. But it, I'm just saying this to get to the point that it takes a long time. So it's 2020 right now, and he still hasn't published his second edition update to his 1995 work. So that was 25 years ago. So think about like how long did, think about 25 years of your life just to do a reconstruction of a language. It, it, it takes a very long time, which is why there's not many people to do it. So when you when you talk about like a, a Theophilo Binga, a Jean-Claude Emboli, a Christopher Arid, Orwell and Stabova, et cetera, regardless of how you feel about, you know, the conclusions that they come to, you have to respect the work that they've done because it takes so long. So it took it took Emboli 10 years to do the, the languages. And he only dealt with like 13 um, uh, I think it's 13 to 17 languages. And this is individual languages. This isn't like, you know, a, attempting to do like 300 or 400 languages. With like in the case of Niger Congo and Afro-Asiatic and stuff like this. It's only 13 to 17 languages. Takes him 10 years. So when you when you when you understand that, then you can understand why it's not that many people involved in that process. I get I, I get what you're saying. It's the same thing sort of in science and DNA and everything else that we deal with. Yeah, same mm -hmm. thing. Exactly. Yeah. What do you think about the language families of the people who found their Gobekli Tepe? The in that area in Turkey and Gobekli Tepe. What do you think about what what, what you got for that? I mean, is there writing anywhere that we can determine what no, language? No, nah, we can't. You know, then you know. there's, there's, unless there's writing, you can't tell what language those people spoke. Right, right. We you just know. got temple marks and shit like that. Yeah, you, you, you know, that's that's another thing that, you know, when I was like having those debates with Nedarneb and all of them, and and like, and what's his name, Doctor Clyde Winters. They were making these claims about, about groups of people that left no language. Yeah, but that, mean, that, that's the thing that I got. That's the thing I got that why I asked you about proto languages. So when you start to go to 18,000 and 20,000 years ago, there's no writing. So you using stuff of living languages as well yeah. as a written record, but you using that and then you hypothesize it based off it's that. Not, it's not a hypothesis. 
That's what I'm trying to. That's what I'm trying to get you right, to understand. So, you, so, you, so you it's want, a theory. theory. Okay. So exactly. Theory. All right. You know, as a matter of fact, I, I made a stress of that okay. in my book because okay, so a hypothesis. A so the hypothesis. Right. So that's what I'm saying. And until you start going through the process of doing this stuff, it, it's not going to make sense, um, right? Uh, immediately to to the laypersons. But my argument. So I have a hypothesis. My hypothesis is that. Wolof, ancient Egyptian, Middle Egyptian, and the Mbochi language in the Democratic Republic of Congo are related languages. That's my argument. That's my hypothesis. Now, I have to prove that. So I go do the work. And let's just say that I was successful in that. So now, I'm, the argument, if, if I show that these languages are genetically related, I have to logically deduce that there was a parent language that gave birth to these that, or I shouldn't say gave birth, but evolved into these three languages, Wolof, Mbochi, and Egyptian. Oh, based the off the fact that they language, uh, I'm sorry? No, I, I hear you based off the fact that they related. So they, it's just like evolution. If you look at it in terms yeah. of, right, you share common DNA. The reason you said shared 98% or 99% DNA with a chimpanzee because you got a common ancestor. Same thought process, right? Yes. And so, matter of fact, molecular uh, clock. That, that I'm sorry? Thought, molecular clock, when you give these numbers to say that, okay, this is possible this 300,000 years ago or 6 million years well, ago. You can't date languages either. That's a, yeah. This is another debate that's, that's right. ongoing in linguistics, but you can't date languages. That's 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 a bunch of statistical uh, flim flam, <laughs> you it's know. Like, uh, why you, so why you have to give a date to proto? I, I, I don't give dates. Yeah, and, that's, but that, 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 that's what dates. I was trying to say. That's what I was trying to say. Like they giving these dates of 20,000 years ago. Everybody was right here. Just the proto language right here. This is what it happened. Look, I'm not I'm not trying to sell y'all on my book. No, I get what you're saying. No, 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 this is, no, this is what I'm saying. I would encourage everyone to get my book, Aluja Volume 2, <laughs> and read chapters 8 and 9. Watch this, let's talk. Watch this. Yeah, that's, that's, I'm, 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 I'm that, it's not a, because I Yo, summarized. Listen, it's on Amazon, right? It's on Amazon, right? Watch this. Correct. Watch this. All right, go ahead. Keep talking. So, brother, you brother, know, so again, again, so brother, like with brother, the, with the, I'm sorry. Aluja, A-A-L-U, and it's really kind of Aluja, but it's say Aluja. Right, hallelujah, hallelujah. hallelujah. And, you said the, and you said the second one. You charge the $45, bro? Yep. Okay. The book right, is 500. Okay. Not right, look, 500. I'm looking at it uh, right now. now oh, it is. Go. It's like 560 pages, almost. All right, so let me see. Let me let me put this in here. Now, now, now this is what we're going to do here. I'm going to get this book. And I'm going to mm -hmm. put it on the screen so you can see that I just ordered the book. All right, here's the book. Pages. All right, here we go. Place your order. Now, once I buy this book, now you you got to come on the MBK show, and we're going to talk about this African-American culture 1800s. We're going in there. We're okay. going in there. All right, here we go. So now, let me share my screen. Let me share my screen so you can see the book is purchased. It's, it's, ready, it's ready for go. Damn, we believe you, uh, Rob. Won't cut it out. <laughs> nah, man, we in the show and prove in it. 
I'm just so improved in this. I don't, I don't do the, yo, I did man. that. Let's go right here. Look at oh, the thing. Right there. Bomb. I got the. I got the PDF yeah. for the dub. Right here. Yes. Appreciate it. And and matter of fact, I recommend before y'all even read any other aspect of the book. The dictionary. Read chapters eight and nine. Y'all just made me buy that book. Y'all got the PDF. Oh, there ain't no PDF. Nah, ain't nobody got the PDF, yo. We got the books. You need the dictionary too, yo. <laughs> nah, he don't. He don't need the dictionary. The dictionary is more for for people who, I mean, and really, I, I wrote the dictionary so I can have all my comparisons in one place instead of scattered between different articles and 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 books, so I can review them and go back over them and correct any mistakes. And so it's hard to do that when you're going through forty different. You know, Texas, you've written over the years. Um, That's a nice little work you got there, sir. And uh, appreciate it. Appreciate it. And, uh, <laughs> it comes my man, true story. He said, What the hell going on? Chill, man. I'm working over here. We're going to get us all, man. He's going to talk about that turnip book. We're going to talk about this. <laughs> get him over there, y'all. Look, get him I, over I, there. I, 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 That's the I deal for me buying the book, Assault. That's the deal for me buying that book. Coming over, I mean, you, you have to buy the book for to invite me on the show. I would have came on the show regardless. <laughs> What is it? Uh, hey, let me say this though. Shout out, shout out to Be Bay. Yo, somebody talking in the background. It sounds crazy. Yeah, who is that? I'm gonna mute them out. Mute them out. All right, we good. Shout out to Shabir Shabir Bay. Appreciate you, bro. You said the name one time too many. <laughs> Shout out to you there, bro. I just want to give you a shout out there, man. Know you in the chat. What time is it, man? I'm out of here, man. I got to get up in the morning, man. Y'all tripping, man. <laughs> he still said tonight, though. He was invited. He got the information. He didn't want to mess with us. No, no, no. Shabir Bay, he just wanted to talk quick. Got a little comfortable, you know what I mean, with his head in the sand for the last five years. Probably went to Barcelona some damn way and read and got and grabbed one book out the library. <laughs> That's how they Let's do. know the Asiatics is coming back. We're coming to take over Egypt again. <laughs> and uh, Assad about to get up out of here, man. He about to be up out of here. I'm just saying, son. You know what I'm saying? There's no movement more powerful than the Asiatic black man in America, bro. What's popping? Who want to take that? Asiatic black man. <laughs> <laughs> you know somebody named Asiatic black man. I'm like, man, crazy, yo. All right, we've been on here for a while, man. I'm glad everybody tuned in. Saw, appreciate you coming through, warming up, man. It's always good to have the family back around, man. Appreciate no you, man. Yo, they set out the backcourt. They ain't like what I was saying. They set out the backcourt. Like, what's up? Please, please. Problem. Please, Hold on for a minute, man. I'm trying to close out. Look, God Almighty, they got to turn you off. Once you get going, you ain't going to stop. <laughs> hey, make sure y'all support uh, Sahotep's channel, man. All right. Uh, support the NBK channel. All right. Um, and y'all know what it is, man. We've been here. We, we didn't rock this shit since five o'clock. We did the golf field shit. But I'm glad y'all came over here, had a very, very 
diverse conversation. We're going to split the show up a little bit. Uh, support uh, uh, the podcast, Real Black Atheist Podcast. You can find us on that on that download, man. We appreciate everybody coming through. Uh, Vince Blue, what's up, man? Appreciate you coming through, Mika. Appreciate you controlling the chat. Zane, what's up with your show? Appreciate that. Done with, with a good, with a do, with a do, man. And you know, man, check this out, man. Support the Abs US store, man. Y'all been hitting that shit today. Appreciate that, man. Support the Cash App, uh, Uncle Keck at Cash Cat Cash App. All right, man. Look, check this out, man. We out, man. Peace. <laughs>